Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. Hi, I'm John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's get this thing going uh, for the second day after the break. And this is the one that really starts nut kicking you. This is the slump. This is this is the, uh, oh, can I call in sick when the alarm goes off? Every, every thought goes through your head on how to avoid day two. First day, usually kind of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed today. Enjoy your coffee. I think waking up is even worse today. Oh, than it's yesterday. tough. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, all, it's always harder. The, the first Adrenaline day, is first day. Yeah. yeah. First day is like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And this one's like, oh, yeah, this is a day to day thing. <laughs> but that's right. We're on a short week anyway. So uh, just grasp it and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll get you through it. And if not, Beth will. Someone will. You'll be all right. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the last day. Maybe you're going to hang yourself. I don't know what's going to happen in your world. And I just know I got to get through my day. So. I'm trying to be positive. They will get a second win when that list comes out, Epstein's list. Woohoo! Man, I got so many emails about that. People are losing their minds. Aaron Rodgers in a fight with Jimmy Kimmel now, which they've been back and forth for a while anyway, but now it's like Jimmy Kimmel's. I know uh, Jimmy's sister, Jill, and I like Jill a lot, and uh, I've met Jimmy twice and not like we're friends or anything, but he's always been sort of nice. But Jimmy turned, like, Jimmy's that guy that. His immediate response was, I'll see you in court, sir. Like, Aaron Rodgers made a comment that Jimmy Kimmel's probably on the Epstein list, that uh, the court list that's going to be revealed here. And uh, he, he made it on the Pat McAfee show. And he kind of said, basically, a lot of people don't want that list to come out because it's an official court document. And he goes, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's one of them. Kimmel loses his mind, emails back and says, I'd never, you're an a-hole and... Uh, you shut your mouth. You say anything like that, damaging my family, and I'll you see soft you. Soft brain. Yeah, we'll it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> we'll settle it in court. And I'm like, that's what a bitch says. A guy that makes his living doing that. Yeah, is now exactly. That's because it's you know, it's don't you dare say things like that to me. Now again, you've endangered is, my family. It's with the last endangered anybody's family. Are you on the list or not? Because all it's going to do is make Aaron Rodgers look stupid when you're not. So shut up. But you're right. He makes a living kind of taking jabs. I mean, yeah. all, all he he's does a is for attack Donald Trump and every uh, political figure on the right is Jimmy Kimmel's, you know, fodder. And he makes fun of all of them for, you know, being this, being that. And, you know, most of the time it's off of a basis of truth to a certain degree. And then he meets a comedian. He's going to make, you know, exaggerations on it. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers takes one swing. I'll see you in court, Mr. Pants. And it's like, settle down, Kimmel. I get it. Your family's not in danger for Aaron Rodgers saying you could be on the list. If you're not on the list, then you're fine. And if you're not worried about it, then you're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. You can have a good joke about it on one of the right. uh, exactly. tonight. Mm-hmm. And also just say, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is an asshole. That's it. That's it. And you'd have half the country agreeing with you. I would. 
<laughs> you didn't like him before. He's a Packer. That's the only reason. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the LeBron James of football. He's yeah. got a really heightened sense of self. He's really good. He did throw out the NFL conspiracy, too. He doubled down. I didn't see that. What was that? That was the same time he's, he was saying the Kimmel thing, and he said NFL is rigged. That's just to get attention. There's what it probably well, this is. is fun, but yeah, I mean, he's Kim, starting to lose it. Kimmel's luck, or not Kimmel, but uh, Aaron Rodgers has been kind of since they gave him a platform since he went in the ayahuasca thing in the dark room, and it's been a couple times he's come out like looking good too. His like, uh, the NFL rig thing was about the the um, coloring on the uh, Super Bowl logo this year is purple and red, 49ers and Ravens. Oh, and oh last yeah. year oh, it's always goes, joking. Next year you'll see. Uh, no, oh, he's joking. Green, we'll and, green. Yeah, he's yeah. he's kidding around. Yeah, we'll see. And that's well, what he. I think. I don't know how serious he was on the Kimmel thing, but well, it is a weird a, thing to yeah. bring up. It's an odd thing to to bring to, to say the Epstein list and then throw a name out. It's not like a joke. It's it's an attack. But what did you do when you saw? I mean, like when I read that, I giggled. I kind of like oh. Wouldn't surprise me. I guess maybe he's serious. Yeah, yeah. Well, I laughed at it not because it was. It's not a joke. It's, it's like just absurd. he's he's taking a swing at Jimmy right. Kimmel for for whatever reason. He doesn't like Jimmy Kimmel, and it worked. But when yeah, when you're when you're and you know, I remember Kimmel went on Jay Leno's show, and he didn't like Jay Leno, and I don't think Jay knew that. And he went on there and he made a joke, and then he's like, Leno, you're the king of late night. You don't have your you're not quick enough, and he's making fun of Leno. Just bashing Leno like crazy. To, to his credit, to Leno's face. But uh, he used to be the guy that was kind of, the, the dude that would come out and take some swings at somebody. And then uh, this, it's like, all right, just say Aaron Rodgers is a dick and move on. I'll see you in court. My family is blah, blah, blah. I hope he's on the list now. I didn't care. I didn't want Jimmy Kimmel on that list before. Now I kind of hope what? he's on the Epstein <laughs> list. It would be awesome. If I, I'm, and I don't want Aaron Rodgers to ever be right, but I thought it would, I think it would be great. I'm not interested in the politicians on this official list. I'm interested in the oh, Kevin Costner, that kind of stuff. I don't know if he's on there. And don't sue me, Kevin Costner. That was, you were just there an example. I don't think you're on the list. I don't know if you're on the list. But there's a lot of them sweating bullets, and I think that's great. I find it awesome. One thing that... Uh, and the, uh, the intrigue of the... Well, it's already been thrown out there that they can rig this list now. Oh, it's been whitewashed and cleaned up for years. It's been, it's been a known commodity for a long... It was in a courtroom for years. It, it's been... I'm sure it's been doctored to a certain degree to make sure that it's safe, but I still don't think... This list is going to be so clean. It's like when Feldman came up and said, Oh, I'm going to tell everybody who all the pedos were. It's exactly. Like people we never heard of. Great, exactly. exactly. Like, who? Like you, Where's Michael Jackson is all we're here. Oh, great. The boom guy on your on License to Drive movie? Great. Yeah. Who the, who the hell is that? You got fingered by a boom yeah. guy? Come on. He's the best boy. The union. Just go tell the union. You'll get him out. Yeah. Key grip. I don't even know what these people yeah. do for a living. I would just stay away from them. That's why when you're the star, you stay away from the crew. You got railed by Ew. a gaffer? Yeah, the gaffers. <laughs> you don't talk to the gaffers. That's the reason why the, the gaffers come off the set and go, you know, Corey Feldman's a real dick. Wouldn't even talk to me on the set. Yeah, because you're a gaffer. You're you. <laughs> you might finger the guy. Nobody knows that stuff. Anyway, uh, I got some interesting emails. I want to get to this later. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's just people talking about their break. I'll get into that in a little bit. I do want to get into the fact that I'm, I'm listening to, before I do that, I got a lot of response yesterday about uh, Waymos because I was talking about riding in the ghost cars. I didn't realize how afraid, and I'm not kidding when I say of the 30 responses that I got for talking about Waymo, 
28 of them were all, when the terrorists get hold of these cars and bash you into a tree, I won't feel bad kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, okay. Jeez. Well, until then, I'm going to enjoy Waymo. I, I, they Literally, the fear of the driverless car has become terror-related, Well, mostly. I'd never heard that one. I've just heard, I mean, majority of... I thought it would be along this lines that I just don't like the fact that I'm not in control. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. That's just a human thing. But, I mean, as far as, like, being truly afraid of it. I mean, now another curve to it. Well, not even a curve. This is a completely different lane. Like, you, you were worried that that's the angle they're going to go is to take over the cars and bash us all into trees? Maybe. But, I mean, wouldn't it take, like, all sorts of, like, it would take a lot. If you look at the map, Waymo doesn't drive anywhere but, like, from the... 101 over to 7th Street and kind of between the 10 and Lincoln. I think we're safe for a while at the very least until they, you know, I don't know. They're not even allowed on freeways. How much damage could they do? I find myself disappointed now when I look over. Oh, there's a way more. Right there. Oh, there's a dude in it. Yeah, you like want to be totally empty they're monitoring ghost car. Yeah, or whatever. There's none of that, man. you got to find by my house. There's, you're out in Gilbert. They're still well, testing I just, them. I thought they would all be, you know. No. Manless, basically. No, no. They're starting to test them on the freeways because you yep. see Waymo's with dudes in the yeah, on the freeways. Yeah. But that's the the little map. But I I couldn't believe how paranoid everybody is. I've never ridden one of those in case. Yeah, I mean, how how important do you think you are that the Waymo? What are the odds you're in a Waymo when the terrorists take over? I mean, for them to have it be beneficial, wouldn't and it have to be like it into a tree? Wouldn't it have to be all person? the cars right? And then once once you kind of notice, oh, the waymos are mashing into trees. This attack ends relatively quickly, unless they wait until all of us are in waymos, which someday may occur that everything's autonomous. And that to me is a guy emailed and said, "This is the plan." To me, is that in ten years they're going to make cars hard to buy, uh, and millennials don't want to buy cars as it is now anyway. Uh, they don't have to get insurance. You don't have to do any of this other stuff. And Waymos will be like uh, you can get like a a group deal or some sort of a. It was a it was a good theory to say this is the quickest way to get people away from buying their own thing and on some sort of government program of driving. It's almost like always have to have a city pass, you know. So one of the, I'm like, eh, that's not a bad thought. But we'd all have to be in Waymos for that to be an effective terrorist thing. Because they just start yeah, bashing one or two would. into the, nobody cares. That's the reason why airlines that like JSX, they can go without security because they're like, all right, terrorists, if you're going to take this one down, there's 20 people on it. Good, go get them. Like terrorists aren't going to start crashing small planes. It doesn't seem to be. Like I don't think that's a big win for them. And then the one guy emailed me and said, yeah, you know what they're going to do is the terrorists going to take over. You'll be in your Waymo, and they're just going to drive drive it into a parade or a pile of people or something. First off. If the parade is blocking Central Avenue, I'm not against it. I want to get to Windsor by noon. I, I can't tolerate parades. And that Fiesta Bowl parade, if you're taking out a marching band, eh, all right. Well, that's not so bad to me. I'd, oops, Waymo went out of control. But I don't think terrorists are looking at us that way. It was a weird fear, and it was a lot of emails about it, a lot. Some tongue-in-cheek, but a lot of people were truly like, oh, you'd never catch me in one of those. I'm like, that's weird. That is sort of that fear of... When, you know, movies used to be shown to the first crowds and they would run from them because there were people on the sides of walls that were 20 feet tall. And it's that fear of the advancement of technology. If you're afraid of Waymo, you should be afraid of um, airplanes. Well, think about people. More um, than anything else. Let alone the TV or your computer monitor. Your house. You're being watched. Yeah, the Alexa, the television, your, your phone. You're emailing me. That's something. I mean, 
access to you is a lot more than a Waymo. And again, first Waymo I hear gets taken over by another guy and into a tree, I'm off Waymo for a little while. I'm, I'm you know, just going to straighten that bug out and then maybe, but it is a pretty awesome thing. That's what you did with TikTok. You heard the Chinese. It was just, <laughs> right. thing. that was my big TikTok-ing. fear. I started my, practicing my dances and I was doing the choreography. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for TikTok Chinese. What? <laughs> And, of course, I didn't do it because I didn't want the Chinese to watch me dance. I didn't. No, that wasn't it. But, again, I'm basically taking Waymo from my house within, like, a mile or two of something else. Uh, eh. That was to try it out. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm a fan. You're hooked. But if you smash me into a tree, I mean, I could do that in a cab. Like, most cabbies are terrorists. Like, I, like, why do I trust that dude not to do it? Why do I not trust that, you know, Uber hires 700 Al-Qaeda's that we don't even know it, and they're just driving around for a year, and then on an on a organized day, all the Ubers go into trees? I, That's it, just to test your bigotry. Is it? I'm immediately a bigot when I get in the car. Come on, say and the, that's the uh, music to the Windsor, please. Yeah. If I hear like that, what what are we listening to? Is there going to be a cobra coming out of a uh, bucket? It's not so. I'm really I get in the car and I smell curry. I'm out. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Steph Curry, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. What's this? Oh, yo, is the car blowing yeah. up? <laughs> is there an Uber? Was that an Uber? <laughs> yeah, I just I thought it was an irrational fear, but understandable that you're afraid that technology can be hacked but i mean an airplane is probably more technologically your car can talk be about hacked. computer run oh yeah cars yeah, your more car than ever. has like the planes U, my, like uh general motors and uh, uh well i don't know if it's general motors they have yeah, onstar, onstar right you got and then mine has you connect sync sync board yeah and they can get on your car right now and do that but i'd be more afraid of the uh the loony driver that has had a bad day that I'm in an Uber with. But whatever. Have your own fears. I have mine. You have yours. But the Waymo thing wasn't bad. Another thing that uh, I was talking to people about yesterday um, here in the building. We were, and I, I look, we get a paycheck every two weeks. And that's all this company's ever owed me. So I kind of scoff at the idea that anybody gets uppity when you don't get a good Christmas present from your owners. Oh yeah, I've heard this on the halls. Yeah, I don't. I, there, people complain like, ugh, you know, fruit of the month club. Or they roll their eyes or they act like they deserve something. You get a check from your company every two weeks. The days of the Christmas bonus and the Christmas present are over because loyalty from the employee's gone. Loyalty from the employer is gone. That used to be a long term thing. When my dad's generation probably was the last one that was like, I worked at the factory for forty eight years. You know, and you stayed in the same place most of the time. And uh, over the years, you were given little gifts. We got a present from our company celebrating 100 years of broadcasting for Hubbard Radio. First complaint I hear is, "Ugh, it's just a celebration of them. Like, they're supposed to give you, like, you know, some sort of cash. They don't owe you anything. But what they gave us was this glass block. And it looks, it's actually probably pretty expensive. Yeah, those can't be cheap. No. And they gave everybody in Hubbard Broadcasting this massive six seven eight pound i'm not sure how much it weighs glass block with a microphone etched inside of it and it says celebrating 100 years of broadcasting whatever else and uh all i thought was this is it in one case or another here this will either you know most people will just put it up on a shelf forget it or leave it at their work desk and everybody downstairs is bitching that they're this company's cheap or they screwed this and whatever and i'm like all right we you can't win. Like, what are they supposed to get you? Everybody gets a new car. Or, nobody's getting anything special. 
But it's a murder weapon. And then something came afterwards. We got I'm cookies. We get cookies. No, we got the, no, the, the gift card. Oh, I didn't see the gift yeah. card. Well, that's, that's in your us. email. That's from us locally. Oh, no, I don't yeah. get one. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't get one. I'm not allowed. Yeah, I forgot about that. There's three people that don't get them. <laughs> and we're told about it before. I forgot about the gift card. Enjoy your gift cards. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I, the reason I don't get a gift they pay me to every two weeks. So uh, um, that was from Trip and the gang. That was oh, okay. added in. The main company gave us the paperwork. But they're uh, they're bludgeoning murder weapons. This is the I watch a lot of forty eight hours and Dateline. This thing is exactly what husbands and wives use in domestic violence things. You know you're Italian. This is this is a quiet weapon. I it's mean, been, if I was going to do something like it's that, it's been written up heavy. a lot of times. In, oh, uh, what happened in this assault? Pointy corners on a glass block that weighs seven or eight pounds. You threw the if and in radio. There are a lot of unstable people not making ends meet very well with wives or husbands that have had it with them. There's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of drugs. The, the, our company's biggest thing with this is it's irresponsibility handing out a murder weapon. You, nothing over a pound to a radio uh, staff ever. The, somebody, I, I can predict it right now, it may not be this year, but it will be soon. Somebody's going to hit their spouse with that block. In the Hubbard thing. it's And maybe it doesn't come out that it was the Hubbard Christmas present, but someone's going to be in a domestic violence thing. And instead of using, like, you know, what they used to use, which was the hand or a phone book or whatever, it's going to end in a bashed skull. These are the most dangerous weapons I've ever been handed in my life by a company. And you can see how easy it is to anger Well, next year's gold letter opener will be sweet. <laughs> right. oh, just, yeah. give us, just give us pitards. It's a Hubbard stick with a point on the end. What? That's all it is. But uh, you saw how grouchy they all were about getting this in the first place. Imagine how easy it is to piss them off at home. Oh, I avoid the sales department now. I take the other oh, stairwell. The complaining about what they think. Jill you and Kristen are going to be throwing those things at us. Yeah, right. That is an unstable group of oh, criers. Yeah. Oh. Our sales staff cries a lot for whatever reason. Like, they don't like any bad news. Now you've given them a weapon. If I was Susan in, in uh, our sales department, the, la- the lady who runs that whole deal, I would not piss off any of my sales staff for a while. They're emotional. We got a bunch of broads down there. They cry at the drop of a hat. I see a lot of tears. She uh, got a real nice Kevlar jacket. <laughs> she needs a helmet. <laughs> every one of them is now armed with a block of death. They should have got them Nerf paperweights. I mean, because this thing's going to be exactly. brutal. None of them took them home. They're all sitting within arm's reach. If Susan does anything to piss them off on the wrong day, this emotional ba- gaggle of broads is going to... The only one I'm not worried about is ED down there, Ed. <laughs> Ed isn't going to hit anybody, although he's probably the one you worry about. We all talk about the office place and office violence. and We all have been handed blocks of death by the company. It's almost like they're inviting it. The office weirdo wandering around now without having to... This is a bludgeoning death block. And I don't understand. Maybe this guy says maybe it's a listening device. That's true. It could be that the company has implanted listening devices to see who the loyal employees are. But, yeah, I don't. I'll go in the production room later today. Most of. uh, You know what? I'm taking mine home then. You should. It's on the desk. Right. And then beat your wife with it because that's what it's designed for. There's no other design for this. No one in the company. No one in any company is celebrating the hundred years of Hubbard. We haven't been part of it. It's good. It's a nice company. I like working for them. But nobody's sitting there going, you know, I work for a place, been around for a century, and here's my proof. I'm not putting that on my mantle. I, it's not part of my accomplishment. I've done a, a few years with them, but 
I'm not celebrating their 100 years. Now what do I do with that thing? Look around until I'm pissed off, pick it up, you mash somebody's skull in. We have a lot of unstable people in radio. If you've ever met radio people, you know. Half of them aren't allowed to vote. Most of them have some sort of strange felony under their belt. A lot of drug use. And I'm listening to them complaining about how bad the gift was. What did you want? You work commissions. Come on. They panicked a little bit. Overreacted. (laughs) You think? Go talk to them about it downstairs. It'll spark the whole gaggle of them to get pissed off. I don't think a company owes you a Christmas present. Especially because... Well, the you know, um, I understand uh, you talk to companies that they get a year-end bonus, but that's based upon performance. Right. Um, those are, which is always a great thing. But, yeah, you don't have to... Uh, You're not owed anything. You get your check. If they don't hand out bonuses, oh, that sucks. It but- used to be when the... I mean, the working here, it's like the first year that we didn't do a Christmas party. Right. We, we were upset about that. It's like, well, instead of the Christmas party, the money that I'd spend, right. we're getting, here's your $25 or $50. Yeah, 50 check. bucks. And it all depended on how much you made, too, because if you made, Chuck did it the opposite way that Trip and Hubbard do it, which is the more you made, the more you got for the Christmas party bonus. Because everybody else was, I didn't know everybody else was getting 50 bucks, and I got $100. And then one year I got $150. I'm like, well, this isn't right. <laughs> this is the high end making more. That's still making up for the uh, cleaning <laughs> bill that you never got. Right, well, that's true. Because I had the Christmas party at my house twice, and I got you know how much I got for the Christmas parties that I hosted six hundred dollars to do the whole thing, food, oh, cleaning. Yeah, that, that's everything. Well, oh no, you no. had to pay for catering. Oh, no. too? I had to hang on to. I, 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 that's not right. He got food, but he got it usually from somebody he knew, uh, like, like a trade out with trashes or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, he could trade it out. <laughs> And then I had to buy the alcohol for six hundred bucks. Yeah, Dana had a catered, so and that covered and, cleaning. Oh, well, we had food too. We had it catered, but Dana yeah. also. But it was because the company had a guy that they could lean on. Used every year. Yeah, and he gave him some sort of trade out deal for like car washes or whatever we could provide him. I Free spots on the yeah, end. yeah exactly. <laughs> probably something like that. Just give me the vending machines in the building, and it was okay. And then, but yeah, six hundred bucks, and that, and they said, I gave you the money. Or your house cleaned with that, and then you'd have to hire some cleaning crew to come pick up a couple days later it wasn't like arranged for you or you had to take care of that which was fine i volunteered for it but yeah and especially with everybody complaining about i'm this religion or why is christmas the focus i wouldn't if i was a company i'd be like i'm not dealing with christmas I have too many pitfalls if i give the wrong if i give a jehovah's witness a christmas present and they lose their mind oh, i'm gonna get sued and everybody goes to hr no you get a glass block to bludgeon each other with this year and i kind of admired it but it's going to end badly. I picked that thing up, and that was my first thought was, oof, I hope all the marriages are going well at Hubbard because this is bad. And as quickly as they all got mad downstairs, I'm like, okay, okay, you've got a weapon now. I like the holiday lunch. Yeah. You're still here. That wasn't so bad. Everybody, yeah. gets a, everybody gets a treat, gets a sandwich and a chip. <laughs> I had a bag of chips. <laughs> they kept a, a side thing. Uh, Susie kept it to the side for me, uh, my own guacamole, my own chips. So I didn't have to go to the pile that everyone was dipping in. 80 employees with their fingers in it. Disgusting. So she saved some for me on the side. Not even out of the same bucket she had the company, which was very nice. That was my Christmas bonus. I said I got my own side plate pre-made before all the dipping hands went in. Still don't see why anybody else isn't like me. Like, I'm the weirdo. But, yeah, so uh, hopefully your company uh, didn't give you guys uh, your I can think of three people right now I'm going to avoid for a little while. 
the, the tear people, the, the ones that cry real easy, the ones that aren't stable. Because that's true, ladies. I hate to break it to you. Crying publicly, that, it's, it's instability is what that is. That isn't normal, and, and it happens too often. And women, uh, since you've been in the workplace for the last 40 years, you've tried to make that a normal thing. You know what never used to happen at your grandpa's work? Dudes weeping. <laughs> it just wasn't a thing. Workplace crying was never a thing prior to like 78, I'm guessing. Because they were right? drinking and banging their secretaries. That's exactly right. They were happy. Yeah. What, what you're saying, Brett, is that they were happy 100%. at work. Work was fun and it was a grind, but, you know, you got things out of the way. Workplace tears, that's a relatively yeah, new moments. phenomenon. They're nine to five moments, you know, when Who? they tie the boss up. The women oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the big empowering yeah. thing yeah. is that they were tired of crying at work. So they what did they do? They found weapons and they started to try to kill the boss, Dabney Coleman. Yeah. Now you give them weapons. Yeah. There's too much instability to hand somebody an eight pound glass block. Uh, once a day, somebody's crying down there. And for no reason. Like none. Like they get spoken to. And sometimes there's a reason to be like upset. But there's a lot of tears. And not just the women. KUPD, I've met, I mentioned this several times. The most man crying place I've ever worked in my life, ever. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of jobs. I've never seen men cry more than in the rock world. We worked at the the gay radio station before KDKB. Oh, I was going to say. I mean, that was we didn't realize how much that was targeting the gay community. People are tough. Way ahead of it. <laughs> those dudes could take a punch, and then you start thinking like, well, on Friday and Saturday they're doing the most painful thing I could ever imagine for fun. They're not crying because you yelled at them. They're, those dudes were not emotional. We had one crier. Who? Smiley. The, oh, Smiley cried because yeah, he... There's, there's it, one. It, but I'll, I'll tell you why. Because he... It, I hate Smiley. It was for show. It was less for show and more because he was ahead of the curve. He realized chicks dig a crying dude. Like He was, he was before the emotional breakthroughs of the mid-2000s. Smiley was a 1999 crier. Which was too soon. The first time he did it, though, it was like a oh. dramatic episode of Friends. Oh, it I was. I mean, the, it was the building was. He he cried on the, the air about being a girl and him breaking up. Now keep in mind, this doucher that we worked with banged every news girl in town, and nobody could figure out how. And it was because he was the most girly of girls. Smiley, looking back, uh, we all hated him. We all thought he was this fembot. He was like. He was metrosexual before we knew what it was. And we all just thought he, he was his a, powers. We all thought he was just a closeted he just gay. Slayed. Crushed. Remember wow. Alona, the girl at Channel 10? Oh, yeah. Good friends. Not sure how he did that one, but <laughs> took that uh, out in its peak prime. And this was a news girl that was just stacked from top to bottom. I didn't want to be with her anymore. She wasn't serious about a relationship. And all the guys were like, oh, f*** you. You're gay. <laughs> And then all the girls like, see, he's looking for something real. He fooled all of us. And then he went on the air once about a girl. And I'm not kidding, Brett. This is what he said on the air. And the girls left. They left their cubicles and ran to him on the air. uh, My girl and I are, uh, (laughs) we're not going to make it through the next. uh, She's got a job somewhere else. And then we just decided that we weren't going to do it. And I love my little sweetie baby pumpkin pie. Exact phrase. I'm listening on uh, the air. On she the went air. back to Indiana to sell RVs. Yes, yeah, I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna miss my little sweetie baby pumpkin pie. And he couldn't go on. And his and his dip <laughs> partner Greg's like, 
This is so sad. Is this the one I'm thinking of? Ooh. Yeah, that's her with kids, okay. and that's modern day, so that's, oh, that's wow. expired. But back in the day, <laughs> well, it's got a child. It's got an STD. Yeah. Look at that. It's a, what is that, STD? It's about seven right there. That ain't going anywhere for a while. So, yeah, and she was super fun and nice, and I liked her. But he, he sweetie baby pumpkin pied, and every single girl in that building ran to him, and they cried. And he he killed it. He killed it. Every time I was around that guy, there was another hot broad next to him. Loving the fact that he was weeping all the time, that he was looking for the right woman. He just wanted to get married. It was the... It was the it was the gayest straight thing I've ever seen in my life. So was he a trendsetter here? Or, yes, I mean, okay. he was ahead of the right. curve. He was at the time. I just was sitting there going, "What's going on?" Like this is, and it is exactly what all those zone girls like. He was the only crier at the zone here. I've never I've never seen more dudes in leather gloves and like black clothes that have the devil on them. And <laughs> like, oh my god, your dad did a number on you. Uh. Tears for at the zone all we had a lady in traffic that went home had to shoot her dog saved money <laughs> she didn't cry no she was at work the next day yeah she was working the next day dog shot her dog saved money we all gave her down no, nobody was happy with it but yeah I, she put her dog down by you know old, like old to, yeller standard. had to shoot bozo yeah. yesterday what do you mean shoot like inject like you had people come by and do, no 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 I took out the uh, the Smith and Wesson, we took care of business. And so we, we humanely did it. Yeah, she old yellered her own dog. Love you, Skippy. Showed up to work a, a couple days after, like, how you doing? Over the weekend, we shot my dog in the yard. We're still cleaning up the stains. What? That place was a lot tougher. This is a this this place is full of I don't think KDKB cries as much as KUPD does. Mm. I haven't seen a lot of KUPD. Well, I've seen some KUPD tears here recently. Even the Asians being insulted by H.G. Listiak didn't cry. H.G. Listiak threatened Jim Wilson's life as if they were in the rice paddies of Vietnam right then and there. What? Wilson was walking towards Vietnamese. him. No, he's Korean. But H.G. Listiak looked at him and stood next to me. I like you. You're irreverent. I'm like, thanks, H.G. You're that, too. And then uh, Wilson came towards us and walked away. And he goes, I like to look at those folks walking away more than walking towards me. <laughs> I'm like what? And he said something about the war and how when they were running, they're more fun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Been a minute, but you still HD listen hotter than a freshly f- fox in a forest fire. What? Alliteration, boy. I'm like, all right. He was like that teacher, that war vet teacher. If you get him talking, so you didn't have to learn. <laughs> He'd tell you stories. Oh, oh man. He, he would kill someone if you touched his notepad, too. I, HG liked me. I was lucky. And plus, I was a round eye. You have, you have <laughs> any, you were even squinting. He'd go back to the fields and start <laughs> force gumping your ass. That dude had the most post-traumatic stress syndrome I've ever seen. I don't like the look of this one coming at us. I'm like, it's all right. The war's been over for a while. I'm going to climb this tree just in case. I'm like, all right, hop up in there. And he, I've, and he came out and got uh, half an erection uh, watching. We had a car wash with strippers for an event. I like what you do out here, Johnny. Thanks, HG. I like it. You're irreverent. I know. You tell me that all the time. <laughs> you got a future in this business, friend. I'm like, thanks, HG. That's that's huge. You know, my wife died in this building. And then, they, then he goes to tell you the story again. 
of that how one. He may have killed his and wife. Black in that Friday. <laughs> at all of them. Where everyone got fired. Again, there's another thing in radio. It it hasn't happened here, but it's a common thing to just to just can entire staffs. At now, lunch, you've given them all eight pound blocks of death at their desk. I don't know what they were thinking. So just know that if you come to this building, everyone is armed with a death block. <laughs> and maybe I'm a little hyper to it because uh, Tactical Black, the FBI statistic, is thrown at you all the time that the place you're most likely to meet violence is work. A violent uh, occurrence is more likely to happen to you at work than anywhere else. Mostly because the time spent at work is the more you're there more than anywhere else, but also you're dealing with people who aren't real stable, especially in radio. Ladies, you kind of wreck the workplace with all the tears. There's, again, I bet you if you could dig my grandpa up for a day and go, how many guys at the pipe-fitting steel thing that you worked at cried? My grandpa worked there when he was 12 because his parents made him quit school because they needed money. Uh, I bet you he'd never seen a guy cry at work. I, I almost guarantee it. Hey, Elvar, how many how many dudes were weeping openly at work about the conditions? Is this zero? Is that right? Yeah. I've had four this week, and, and we don't even know why. One of them just felt like she needed a good cry, which I still don't understand that phrase at all. Sometimes you just need a good cry. Well, that's called instability. That That's psychotherapy worthy, if anything else is. If you cry at work, that's called instability. Unless someone dies. That's the only, like, death and we're getting fired. I can see where you could start getting a little weepy at that. But, you know, that's a traumatic event. Getting yelled at, stuff like that. And I understand it. Like, some people are just like, I've got no power. So that's a frustration cry. But a lot of crying. Ladies do it. You ever cried at work? No. I don't think so. I got, uh, you know, the one time, I always go back to this. One time I... Started choking up a little bit. Oh, the with Pat Alma. Tillman. Oh, Alma, too. Yeah. Pat from, Tillman, the call from the Ranger when Pat the, Tillman died. That one is a, That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a pretty valuable cry. I cried here at work once recently when uh, Amy came and started to show me some music videos about uh, dog euthanasia. I'm like, oh. Like uh, Louis Capaldi has a song, and the whole video is about losing a dog. It's like watching Old Yeller at work. I'm like, I can't. And I remember just thinking. That's why I do that at home. I watch those Exactly. That's what I said. I'm like, what are you doing showing me this at work? I'm going to start crying at work. That's called unstable behavior. Does uh, Sarah McLaughlin hold my beer or what? Now, if I was Dave Smiley, the old, I would have walked out and shown everyone I was crying. Unlike my, what I have is this thing called personal pride. I'm just not willing to wander around crying and let everybody know. That dude would wander around to the hottest girls at the office. I'm just sorry. I'm a little emotional today. Oh, what happened? I watched a video about it. Oh, melt them like butter. Crying dude at work used to be an embarrassment. Now he gets laid. Broad. Goddamn 70s. Don't fall for it. What didn't the 70s ruin? The only thing about the 70s I don't want back is uh, that everybody smelled like an ashtray. That's just about it. The shag carpet and the, I mean. Bell bottoms, too. Talk about a bunch of Amazing. dumb dumb people our parents were. Flares. Let's get more carpet. Let's get the tallest, most absorbent carpet we can find and then smoke all over it. 
It's like, it's like where were the tile floors back then? Linoleum. Oh, just anything. Just give me anything but the carpet that sucks in all the stinks of the 70s. Nope. They put it on their walls. Everything was velour, and it just all ate smoke. My brother sent some old, you know, Christmas film back here that he puts together, <laughs> sends it out, and that's all you think about when you see that family wagon. Oh, how oh, bad did that thing stink? Yuck. Bunny's ashtray. <laughs> anyway, but no tears. There were no tears from... Uh, just no breaking out into crying for no reason. Especially now that they've been armed. So I don't know what your company got you for Christmas, but I hope it wasn't a bludgeoning tool. Keith Morrison's up, and they found a tool in the garage with a little blood on the corner, and it's always a block. It's always some handheld block. The case of the Hubbard 100. Yeah. Police believe this to be the murder weapon. That's exactly what Keith Morrison says every time they go into the guy's shed and find that thing. It, and the other thing is you don't care if you break it. It means nothing to you. Turns out... And the company handed over five-pound death blocks for Christmas. Well, at least we'll get to meet Keith sometime yeah. soon, actually. <laughs> oh, that's true. Here. Keith Morrison. Yeah. And that's when Jill Short hit Andy in the head. <laughs> she couldn't take it anymore. I don't blame her. But, yeah, crying at work is instability. And maybe it's an unstable workplace. Too much tears, but I don't think so. Just a lot of... It's become okay. That's my problem with it. A lot of crying. Dudes with tears in her eyes. <laughs> it's go watch The Godfather. Marlon Brando was right. You're cry like a woman. Cry like I'll stand in my office and cry like a woman because the dude was sobbing. He's like, I don't tolerate this, and he didn't deal with it. That dude didn't get an envelope. Hector wants that to be our fan duel bets this week. Who's going to cry next, or who's going to no, kill? Gonna get, who's going to get bludgeoned first? <laughs> there is. It was a lot. There's a lot of people I got my money on. This isn't the office weirdo either. This is the office normal. This is where the Dateline thing comes in. Nobody sees this coming. Thanks, Hubbard, for... I'm not going to use mine as a bludgeoning tool. I threw it away. Hey, I might let Megan have no, some ammo. Good <laughs> Lord, you don't... She doesn't care about that thing. It has no meaning. In fact, it has some sort of a metaphoric meaning. It's a microphone with where I work on it. And if she's mad enough at me, this will do it. This is the... Pro- <laughs> kung, kung. She beats me to death with my own... Thwarted by my own petard. Trip you, you fall on it. If I fall on on a block, I should probably not be here anymore anyway. If I bludgeon myself with it, yeah, that's it's time to go. Anyway, good luck. But yeah, don't give it to Ronnie. Too late. You have it at home? No, it's here. Yeah, you're leaving it here. It it holds no meaning to us. It can only be used for evil. But thank you, Jenny and the crew at Hubbard for the death blocks. Uh, It's 623. I get a couple of really interesting emails from people about their uh, breaks. And I've, uh, we've already angered someone for the year. It took us one day nice. to get somebody uh, angry enough that maybe they'll be calling the management. We'll talk to them in a moment. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Perfect. It's perfect. That's exactly what I want for a theme song. That's like you can almost see like uh, like the, the next thing you hear is the laugh track of the studio audience. <laughs> now, what's the last line? If you don't like your radio, if you don't like the radio, doesn't matter. Just, either just way, whatever it works. It works either, either way. way, it's it's either way. 
Anytime you get a big hearty f- you out the door and it means something, that's good. Congratulations. Uh, it is, uh, for, uh, Brett, this is a killer for you. Oh. The next piece of information I have. Uh, after 35 years in the Valley, abruptly closing its doors. And most Italian American Center? No, most no, people no. have no. BS West. Ooh. Where will they go? It's like it's like uh, breaking up the zone downtown. There's going to be scattering no. of gays all right, over on right. Saturday. Now we're going to have another parade. <laughs> God right, damn I it. know. That's what I was going to say, Brett, <laughs> is they're going to have some sort of celebratory close the streets moment. But why would BS West the look that if you couldn't keep BS West open just on condom bathroom sales alone, that place <laughs> crawling with money, dual income, 100 percent earners wandering around inside BS West just looking for a few drinks and a cozy hole to sit in. Uh, uh, That's, you know what I meant? <laughs> why is it closing and why did no one know they announced it yesterday? It's closing Sunday. B.S. West, if you don't know, is like the uh, most famous, most open gay bar that's ever lived in uh, Old Town Scottsdale. It's it, and actually a pretty fun place if you've ever been there. It's a, oh, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, flat out just for a straight person wandering in there looking, especially back before every before. And look, I'm going to say this, and it'll make people how easy it is to be gay now. It used to not be that way, and it wasn't that long ago. And you go into the gay bar. I remember going back in like 1999, 2000 and wandering in there and it was like, you know, still a little bit less kosher for like you they had to be careful of who was coming in, especially when you could tell when straight guys like me and my I wasn't in cut off jean shorts and a tank top. I was dressed I was dressed a little bit like Eddie Vedder a lot. And uh, I wandered in there. They could, they could tell right off the bat. The gaydar went off. And I'm in there. Like, is he here for no good reason? I'm like, no. You I'm weren't gonna... in there to get your dance on. No. I, I, was, I was in there to look around. And, like, I wasn't, you know, shopping or anything. I just wanted to see, what is this about? I had the time of my life with a couple of people. It was a blast. But they're closing on Sunday. So, yeah, Brett's right. The only thing I lament in this entire deal is the unbelievable parade that's coming. Because the gays won't stop parading. Every chance they get. But B.S. West closing is uh, a real knock on the whole wow. gay community. And it just basically... Rent says, went up. That maybe. I it's got to be. If they're is. announcing it, that they're going to close it right on Sunday. You think? It means, that the yeah, New Year's that, rent? But they wouldn't, wouldn't well, they have known they're that? they're in an area that could get pretty high rent. And they're crushing. Wow. They are crushing. If you've ever been not enough it, if they're closing. Well, they didn't say they're closing because they're broke. Yeah. The guy said after 35 years, he's done. Oh, maybe he's retiring. Oh, you'd think yeah. he could sell that business. Exactly. I mean, so something, something's going on there. Something ain't right. But if he's broke, it might be mis- like not New doing well with the money. Yeah, but okay. But you would have known that a month or so ago. You don't announce it yesterday and close Sunday. Yeah, why wouldn't you take advantage of a full month yeah. of letting people know, hey, we're closing? Yeah, you don't just shutting the doors this quick on something that you know, kind of legendary Furniture in the city. Stores. They had their right. New Year's blow they out. Yeah. Negotiations could have broke down or something. Or just he I mean, quit just, yeah. and just bailed out. Yeah. But he's bailing out on his uh, staff. and But all I know is it's just like, uh, all right, gays, scatter. They're going to be all over the place. Like, what bars now? Where, what's next? And if you're smart, start yourself Downtown. a gay bar. Katie KB going to be doing live remotes there all week or what? Uh, I'm going to go down there this week, and I know they don't want to hear from me. But I'm like, guys, you need to start the Katie KB bar. There's an opening. Oh, yeah. There is a place for you. BS West closes. You need to be that comfort place that they. You need to be a, a soft landing spot. 
that or a hard landing spot, as it were. But you okay. have a, a landing spot for the you know the BS West weekends. When we used to play at Rock Bar, marvel at the fact that people we, watching is amazing, unbelievable. Oh. But how full that place always was. We'd go drop our stuff off, do a sound check at noon. BS West was packed full. We'd leave. Uh, BS West was packed full. We'd get there at, at you know eight at night, packed full. We'd leave at two in the morning, packed full. It was I mean, how you, they weren't losing money. Unless the gays just stopped going. But gays don't do that. There's a whole new batch of gays, like a bunch of young gays that aren't afraid to be gay. Like, that's a great place. If I was gay, I mean gayer. I'm gay. I'm just not doing anything about it. Like, if I, that's where I would go. Like, it was guaranteed ass. Like, if they had bars for straight guys like BS West was, you're getting laid. Everybody, it's men. It's a you got to remember, it's a group of dudes with the. We're all Singular in it for the same reason. Mm-hmm. You don't need the giant fat gay guy at two in the morning who. Can, everyone was getting at least one ass a night. If you struck out at BS West as a gay, you were terrible. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. The gays have grenades too. No, they don't need they, them. We're right, dudes. Right. We're dudes. We're out to get laid. So's he. This is easy. That's why. That's why no being gay is better as a man. There is less effort involved in, like, I want to get laid. I know you want to get laid. We don't really have to, you know, Let's make this mean anything. Right. Together. It becomes primal. Like, just playing cave drums. There's no, like, courting. I mean, if, you know, if, there is in a process. But after, you know, the gay bar, awesome, promiscuous awesomeness. If there was a place like that where just straight people could go and it was like, this is a you're knocking one out of here. It's not you have to go find the one that's easy. Everybody in there is easy. They're men. <laughs> I don't think that term is in, in there striking out. Well, you don't strike out at BS yeah. West. You, you, have, you literally have to have visible strong. AIDS yeah. on your face to strike out at BS West. <laughs> so it has to be like spiders crawling out of you that have the word AIDS written on. Like that's the only way you strike out at BS West. And even still. There'll be a bro that'll give you a hand no matter what. <laughs> and, yeah. You're getting an old-fashioned... No matter what, I just wipe those spiders off your lips. I'm not doing that one, but striking out at BS West, in my opinion, had to be impossible. Even if it was like ugly guy night and they had banners up, ugliest dude in America, he's getting laid at BS West. So I'm sorry, gays, you've lost your your awesome place to hang, and it's kind of a shocker because it is a it's an institution in the city, whether you like it or not. It was a uh, 35 years well so known. Tip your cap to BS West for being. And now I don't know what reference I can use. Charlie's, I guess, would be the only other one. But the one that you went for tacos with Emo Williams was that BS Emo West Phillips? Or was that was yeah, Charlie's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, Emo Phillips. So I've just Is found out Amsterdam still open. I don't know the Hamster Jam. Yeah, <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody's business. I don't think that's still there. Yeah, I don't think maybe that's there. changed. Names. There's a lot of gay hangouts, but not like exclusive. You know. You know, gay is so okay now that you can go in all of them, but still. You want a gay, like bikers, are they're allowed everywhere, but they still have biker bars. I'm sure, I don't know this for sure because I would probably not fit in, but like I'm sure there's Mexican bars and black bars that are mostly, uh-huh. you know, that. Even though they can go everywhere, everybody can go anywhere they want. The only thing you can't have is in like an exclusively white bar. That's just called Scottsdale and Gilbert. That just happens naturally. It's like it's not an intentional. All of downtown I know. Gilbert. It's not an intentional thing. Gilbert is a gigantic white bar that closes at eight. 
with uh, tough-sounding names, Barrio Queen. <laughs> well, that's everywhere. You know? I know, but that's what I mean. They put those in the, in the white airs. So yeah, the, we know, got Lolo's. The door is all, Yeah, we've got yeah. a Lolo's, chicken and waffles. <laughs> My son Braden works there. He pours the syrup. Where does Caden work? Yeah, oh, he's there as well. He's at Shaq's Big Chicken. Yeah. We've gone very urban. I mean, we're diverse here in Gilbert. Did they allow Shaq's Big Chicken in Gilbert? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. downtown Gilbert. We're closing early this week, and we're, look at the goons. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, so BS West closing is kind of a shocker, kind of a, a, well, I don't mean a shocker like that. You can't do a shocker if you're gay. You can only do half of one, but. So, I don't know where they're going to end up, but this is the same as saying the zone is closed. And then there's homeless people all over. The gays are going to be, they've been displaced. I don't know. Maybe it'll take a while, like. Clearly, was mentioned like a furniture. You can't scatter yeah. them that quick. They said yeah. Sunday that it's closed. So this is the last weekend, and then next weekend, who knows what they're going to do? Like, well, yeah, but do you open a gay bar in the old gay bar? If it's that successful, I would yeah. just keep it alive. Yeah, something's going on we don't know. Yeah, because you think they would have just sold the business then, and somebody else right. would just taken it over. Some building some... being demolished, maybe, maybe rebuild. <laughs> it's just <laughs> smells too much like the. Uh, Sister trees? Yeah, the tree. <laughs> I, I'm so ruined by that. Sisu is always what I've called it, and everybody always emails. That's what it is. It doesn't even matter. Tree. It's a pear tree. Yeah. They're the invasive, rooted trees, and the other one that smells like a man's <laughs> seed isn't a Sisu, but it's the one I've always known. You should open a new bar called Sisu's. Oh, let's open it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's a money machine right there. Let's open the Sisu tree. <laughs> Let's do it. There's an opening in the in the, the market has a hole, so to speak. <laughs> the most popular gay bar in Phoenix is now closed. The Sisu tree must sprout from its uh, its ashes. <laughs> well, we know where there's Sisu a lease tree. available. Oh man, just go get the BS West. Yeah. I mean, the mop up is going to be atrocious. You better get some money from that landlord to get all that Blech. off the walls. <laughs> It's a lot. I, oh, We're going to need some TI on that. How much? Oh, Tenant the, improvement. Oh, the TI is going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars just to scrape the. This the place wasn't. Crew. You thought it was white paint, ah. but it's not. It's, oh. it's, it's, <laughs> this place was blue? I didn't know that. The walls have been white for years. It's oh. like wiping off the Sistine Chapel. They yeah. didn't realize they used bright <laughs> the, colors. Holy cow, look underneath all the white look paint. Look at the frescoes <laughs> underneath yeah. here. That's not paint. How did you guys get it so even? We're gay. We decorate. Boy, That's did you. what we do. You know, the floors are all like everything. I was, you know, and it was, a, it was a fun bar. So I hate to see it go. I like to see, you know, I like to keep everything kind of in order. And that's, that's busting it out of order. BS West, no more. And I know Brett's uh, DJ weekends are now yeah. coming to a club. Available cuts now. Into some cuts into a lot of time. I've witnessed some stuff over there in that BS West parking lot. Just hanging out at Rock Bar in their little patio bar. Mm-hmm. You could peek over at BS West, and there was some stuff that you just, it was just. And I, that's where me and my friend Doug Fairchild sat and said, How easy would it be to be gay? Look at them. They come out of They just storm out of They don't even make it a few steps out of the bar. And the next thing you know, you got a hand. On a crotch, and a dude's just tongue deep into another dude. And I'm like, they're just, they're five feet out of the bar. That does not occur in regular uh, us bars. Us heterosexuals have to, like, got to take her to dinner and all. Nuh-uh. Dudes. Just being dudes. They just want to do what dudes do. And how frustrating would it be to be a 
you know, at the gay bar and you got a court, you got, well, no, I just, I'm not that easy. I'm like, yeah, well, guess what? You're going to be here You're alone. In the wrong place. Everybody in here. I am not wasting another minute buying you another drink. Ugh. Anyway, BS West. I've heard so many different versions, but what was the BS part of West? Was it the guy's name, initials? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> No clue. And does he have one in the south and east? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if they have BS East and BS West. <laughs> if they have BS East, you guys would have burned it down by now with your yes. MAGA flags. BS South. And that's what they should open, the MAGA bar. <laughs> I still like Sisu's. Sisu Tree has yeah. to happen. I can even see the logo. Yeah. Sisu Tree. And it just, it looks like a tree, but what it really is is an erupting. Just see. Just spraying out all over. Anyway, well, good luck, gays. I hope you don't have a parade, and let's not celebrate this too heavily, because it's annoying when you do that. Uh, oh, this guy says, oh, that's smart. He says, uh, business closed, wasn't uh, expected to close five days ago. My guess is the guy from BS West on Epstein's list. Oh. <laughs> He's just running for it. Yeah. The Globetrotters have never had a lopsided scoring situation quite like BS West did. That's very true. It's it was if you couldn't if you can't get laid at a gay bar as a gay, you're switch back. Just become a heterosexual because that's just how it is. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Some people are being disgusting on email. Uh, there's one over there too. Oh no, I'm not worried. too bad. That one's just gross. Says, I used to deliver kegs for Hensley, and I delivered to BS West and Rock Bar. The drivers would call that area the Rockin' things that rhyme with Rock Bar. <laughs> now that it's closing, I'm sure the guys will head to a Newtown Saloon. They have a giant white rooster as you walk in the door. I mean, there's it's nothing. right over here on Van Buren. It's oh, right is it? Station, yeah. I wouldn't know that. Next really? to, uh, yeah, next to the, the barbecue joint there. Honey uh, Bears? Yeah. Newtown yeah, Saloon. Yeah. But that's not in a fun location. Yeah, that's no. A, no. That's a pure getting laid bar. Oh, and yeah. on a white rooster as you wander in is no, like, look, you're here for one thing. The white rooster. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the drenched white rooster. That's what. That's a great uh, gay bar name. The drenched white rooster. <laughs> drenched rooster. They don't even have to be white because then it sounds racist. But we all know it's going to be at the end of the night. As gays say, we're all white on the inside. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maron. Maron. I feel like I've been stabbing my heart. <laughs> anyway, goodbye, BS West. I want to know the truth, though. I want to know what really happened. They just don't abruptly close 35-year successes. You said Sunday? Sunday, that's So this it. weekend's going to be huge. Oh, I can't imagine how much money he's going to plans, Brady? Yeah. I'd go down there and take a look at that, but they're gonna—they're gonna have, they're gonna close roads. Gays love closing streets. Man, do they love! They- Did you make it there for an hour? You can hang out for an hour at BS West on closing night. No, um, you never get in. Like John was talking about alone? in the '90s, I went there alone. a couple of times. But you go night. there by yourself for an hour. By myself, sure. On, on the night it closes, come back and give Kirby the three fingers. <laughs> Don't know about that. <laughs> Put a couple of fingers. <laughs> Daddy had fun at the closing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alone for an hour in BS West on closing night. You'd get ragdolled. You, you wouldn't oh, have, like, there would be something would happen to you. such a bear. I don't know what happened. I think I got Spanish flown. Yeah, you did, Brady. 
Anyway, goodbye, BS West. I'll miss you. I'll miss visually seeing him. But Newtown Saloon. That's literally right over here. That's not a good one. That doesn't seem like a good place. Yeah, just to, they got the flags out front. Like there's a lot of yeah, that. I've driven you said by flags, them, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe the other two, but I, you know, <laughs> they're out front. They're out back. There's flags everywhere. <laughs> they're definitely out back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's an interesting thing. I'm curious about that. I'm by curious about how I, why it's closing. But again, yeah, you've... I admire the gays for that kind of stuff. They. You go in with an agenda and you leave with an item. I've seen that building right there on. Uh, oh sure, right there, yeah. Oh, I thought oh, that, I yeah. thought well, they got like a fifty years years too. Yeah, they've been got, open longer than BS West. No kidding, they've yeah. got that big Eiffel Tower on. Mm-hmm. It. Has it always been a gay bar? It, it looks as far like, as I know. But where's the rooster? That's inside. Oh, it's inside. The rooster is inside. How about that Newtown Saloon? The Eiffel Tower too. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Huh. I ne- I there's the rooster. I've never uh, never been never never needed to go in there. I would have never known that was a gay bar. It doesn't look like it looks like a biker bar from it's outside like a or something. Yeah. with an Eiffel Tower and a gay flag. Huh. probably fun. Well, that'll be the next place. Uh, all right, we'll start with uh, my, the emails that said this is a good one right here. Uh, I got a dude who's mad at us. Like for he's like he's ready to go. This is the end of the show. Uh-oh. I think he may be tongue in cheek, but we'll see. Uh, the other one said uh, this was just a guy talking about his holiday break. He said, "Hey Holmberg, I always thought you were a bit of a weirdo when you talk about food and potlucks and how you won't eat at those and uh, you have to, you know, humanity's disgusting and the toilet paper thing." He said, "But long story short, I'm on your side now. My kid was in a ball pit at a fast food place in San Diego over Christmas break. If you're eating, by the way, stop." Oh. Oh. Uh, he was with his grandparents. I was two days out. I was going to head over. His grandparents took him uh, to their place in San Diego. His grandpa noticed something uh, in his hair after he got out of the ball pit in the car. It was about an hour later. And said, oh, it's a Band-Aid. Uh, he sent a picture to my wife and I. And it was covered in blobs of blood and but upon further inspection, after my wife noticed that it was a little bigger than a Band-Aid, we recognized it wasn't a Band-Aid, but it was most of a tampon that had been gently used and discarded into the pit. Oh, come on. Never again. Uh, his grandparents refused to go back to tell the restaurant people to yell, and we were two days out from going over there. So I ended up going to the th- two days later and filled out some forms and a complaint. The boy has PTSD, by the way. Uh, so now I it's understand. Tough to find a good ball pit. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, Nathan. Look, kid's got a tampy on his head. Of course, <laughs> he's got PTSD. Yeah. There are, I think, and I don't care what ball pit you're in, homemade or otherwise. There's rubbers and tampons. We're done talking about BS West now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, right, if there was subject, a ball, okay. could you imagine a BS West ball pit? <laughs> oh. oh my god, it would be it a totally, like a bowl yeah. of cereal. It would just be a <laughs> like bunch of Lucky Charms, <laughs> yeah. and every there would be two balls in a sack, and each oh. like just loads of like the ball pit would be the grossest place on the planet, oh. except for at fast food ball pits. You let your kids get in there, that's fine. But think about what's going on. And also, not just that your kids are gross. And I know what parents always say. It's building immunity. No, it's disgusting. Your kids are gross. Booger hands sliding up and down those slides. Pissy pants. Unwashed butts. Just gross all the way around. But also, the disgusting, dirty employees that go in there and hose each other. And then, clearly, some lady who thought it would be funny 
to put a tampon in it. And keep in mind, it wasn't the whole tampon, so it had gone through some wear and tear of ball pit maneuvering to where it tore a few spots and ended up with just the chunky middle stuck in some kid's hair. Just was bashed. Ball pits need to be daily. And, And it would raise the prices of burgers and fries to astronomical levels. But they need to be scoured daily. Each the ball pit needs to every one of the balls needs to be funneled into a big wash system like a tick one bath. Of those UV things. Yeah. <laughs> well, UV beyond the UV bath. thing, every ball goes into this giant bathtub of something, and it needs to be cleaned out. Nightly. Like that uh, where they put combs in, in the right in the barber shop. Yep, and that yep, blue yeah, liquid. yeah, that, that, yeah, that <laughs> yep. blue goo, <laughs> the blue goo, and all of it needs to go. Whoosh. And then you see what's at the bottom of the ball pit because I guarantee you, a tampon that's been ripped and torn. Has been in there for possibly months. <laughs> oh. Ball pit. Why would you even think about it? Say, go ahead, roll around in that thing. There's tampons in it, evidently. I've heard of rubbers in ball pits because, look, think of you. You're 17 years old, you're working with another 17 year old girl. You're closing up McDonald's. You're joking around. You push her in the ball pit. Ha, ha, ha. You're having some fun. Next thing you know, you got a rubber and it's full. And what do you do with it? You put it in the bottom of the ball pit. And you laugh and laugh and laugh. Because you know deep down, no one ever cleans this. Crank for the other employees. Well, no one's going to find it. No decent human being puts their hand deep Holmberg, into the you're ball on the ball pit, pit today. Uh-uh. No, I quit. Uh-uh. I quit. Call an old yellow hand. I, yeah, I would call John uh, Rodriguez, yellow hand, or I would just, I, I would rather clean out the lady's uh, hygiene napkin box out of the thing with no. the bare hands than before I'd reach into a ball pit. And they always smell like piss, too. When because it's what's in it. It's, it's a bathroom disgusting. for disgusting kids and parents who don't care anymore. That drop them off and let that ball pit babysit. Let them go. The one that always drives me nuts is the... The one that's got the habit trail for kids that goes through the restaurant and stuff. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, those are tough. One thing Especially I do. Especially one time, you know, Ugh. I remember uh, going through. Kirby liked to go into the Chick-fil-A one and the other. And like, so did she, you. If she, uh, oh, yeah, because it's downtime. <laughs> well, you yeah. can sit there you and hang out. enjoy your chicken. But if she gets stuck up in the tube or gets freaked out. Stuck in the tube? Was she Augustus Gloop? Not that stuck in the way that they, she gets injured and she's crying or something. She's at that age. And I'm telling you, kids, they freeze up there. If in they the get tube? Injured, in the tube, and then the parent has to go up there and get them. Were you? One wasn't happening. Did Kirby get stuck in well, the tube? You get injured in that tube, you cry. Right. You toughen up, you get out. First and foremost, you're not the guy going in the tube after. There's no way. That's, oh, yeah. That's like Judd Nelson in the Breakfast Club. You're coming through the ceiling. <laughs> You're not going in the tube to rescue a child. Uh-uh. If Kirby got stuck in there, she'd st- there'd be a skeleton in there right now. You're not. Go- they're not sending. Well, Excuse you got to go me. get your daughter. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you get my daughter? I'm, I'm a boy. Kid up there. And you may have noticed that I'm still uh, bedazzled with chicken, and I'm not leaving the table. Usually, you got to find like a 12 year old because at least they fit. Yeah. Go up there and get him. Daddy, I'm stuck in the tube again. <laughs> Sorry, Kirby Derbs. Daddy's eating. Just let the pressure build up. It'll spit you out. I got three buckets of honey mustard I haven't dipped into yet. Three? Did she get stuck in a tube once? No. Oh, okay. No, but he's right. Kids do. 
Kids, no, kids do. Oh, well, I know, but it was probably a fear of Brady's more. Oh, like, she yeah. gets stuck. I can't get I in can't It's get a it. fear of having, yeah, well, I'm not just going, going into that thing. I wouldn't no. do it. My kids, first off, I'm not touching my kid or letting it back in the car after it's been in the tube in the so first I tried to. I tried to find the uh, tubeless playlands. So. Oh, you can't. There's they one on those uh, grid in my ones. Area. They're yeah. like blocks. But they're like breath. two foot high. <laughs> oh. There's always one on uh, in Gilbert Williamsfield. Of course, the McDonald's had a flat playland with the spongy floor. All right, it wasn't spongy when it started. It just so much moisture, piss, and feces that came out of kids. The floor started to give. Even playgrounds and stuff. I'll never forget watching our mentally retarded neighbor Brian. Hey, guys, what that? He discovered that in the swirly slide. He really enjoyed the way P looked going down that swirly oh. And every day he'd be standing in that weird metal rocket-shaped tube on the top of the stairs. Good. And we'd be playing basketball. Hey, Brian, put your pants Brian, put your pants on. Like that. Like, we don't. Oh, he's peeing on the sliding. And then he'd go sliding down it. Oh. Toby Nestor liked the uh. merry-go-round, but he didn't like the way the P would run off it. He just couldn't help himself. He just if, you, if you got him going in circles, he's wet in his pants. <laughs> God, kids are gross. There isn't any way I could love one, ever. <laughs> ever. They're just not, they're nothing about them is good. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the, this email. And if you got a tampon in your kid's hair, I'm, I'm going Toledo's dad on that one. I'm stuffing him into a, <laughs> he's going into a fireman's drawer, and that's it. There's no coming back from it. Going me. out for smokes, huh? Oh, I'm going out for a whole carton of smokes. And I'm telling him, hey, I'm going out for smokes, and I'm not coming back. I'm not going to be one of those dads that lies about it. Like, the reason why? Tampon in your hair. It's just, it's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> but don't you love me? Not that much. I don't love anybody. If Brady showed up to work with half a tampon in his hair, I'm like, what was that? Oh, I was wrestling around in a pickleball court. Nah, I don't know that. <laughs> okay, you're fired. I'm never going to look at you again. <laughs> <laughs> you How do you not know that's in you your head? Tampon stuck to your head. <laughs> Daddy, tampon. No, you're out. Kirby, Kirby, I'm never going to eat with her again because of the booger incident from when she was five. She was she looked like Curly Neal. She had a basketball-sized circular booger on her index finger tip. She was showing it to me to let me know the barbecued chips were hers. Which means that that was when she was aware. She pulled out the biggest booger I've ever seen. If Kirby's at a thing and there's community food, you'd think I've, I've, I'm post-traumatic on that. <laughs> Kirby's hands touch it, I'm out. And she's probably clean now. I don't know, maybe not. But forever I'll associate those soulless dead eyes with that booger on her finger when it comes to food. Otherwise, she's fine. Just don't touch me. I just still love your <laughs> now, description of the, oh, the twirl and I... Picture the taffy just wrapping it around was. the finger. It was like she was making cotton candy out of snot <laughs> and looking dead at me. Hey, and holding. Dare you to touch the bag, old man. So much raised by Brady because she had, it, I just, I'll never forget, barbecued chips, family size. And she's holding the whole bag. And the other finger had a green glob. like an, It looked like the thing from the World Trade Center. Or not the World Trade Center. I can't even drink my coffee. Anymore. No, 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 throw it out. And just staring at me and then reached right into the bag. I'm like, oh, that's it. And then my next question, who made these sandwiches? Kirby Derbs and Daddy were working. We're going to a restaurant. And, and Bunny and Forrest and the whole, the whole family's like, what? And Brady's like, what? I'm like, not doing it. 
I've got 10 sandwiches. Brady's brother in law is like, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm like, somebody's got to say something. You guys, JV saw it. He was right next to me. He saw the booger too. Kids, black. Get yours dipped today. Take it over to the pound and have it dropped into that tick bath. <laughs> They're gross. Tampons falling out of their heads at the ball pit. Yuck. All right, here's a guy who's mad at us. And I never, this, this is going to shut the show down. This is it. Uh, all the times I've told people in the past, if you laughed at this joke, you can't be mad when one hits you, right? So if you, if you laugh at the time Brett makes fun of the handicapped guy, you can't get upset when the trans joke happens. When you're trans, you can't get mad when the joke about Mexican leaf blowers happen. Uh, the, you know, white people being hillbillies and Trumpy. Yeah, you can't you can't get upset when Biden gets attacked. You can't do it. Everybody gets hit. But this one, I didn't. There's no nothing you can do because this is a really small group. <laughs> Says, "Hey, Holberg, Dick." No, that's where to start it. Uh, or was he saying hi to Toledo too? No, well, maybe there was no apostrophe. <laughs> oh, yeah. say, it was just pretty much the exclamation. But nobody ever says <laughs> "Dick." <in the> <laughs> Says I heard on the podcast you talking about New Year's babies. Now, yesterday, I think I said something about New Year's babies only count yeah, if, if you're, you're natural. Cut out, yeah, if, you you're, if it's planned, you scheduled it. your mom's just an Instagram whore. I'm a New Year's baby. 39 years ago, I was the first baby born in Kansas City. But I was a scheduled C-section, and my parents didn't get anything, and neither did I, for that matter. The first natural birth was in Wichita, almost the exact same time as me. And that kid got a lifetime supply of stuff from some toy store that isn't even in business anymore, and a plaque. And I think he got money uh, for college from some guy. Blame your mother's womb. That's what I said. Uh, I'm bitter about it, and your words triggered me. That honor used to come with prizes. I'm 12.02 a.m. The other kid was 12.06. I've been stalking him my whole life. I was already practically walking by the time that kid came out. So as funny as you've been in my life, you finally did it. You've offended me. You pissed me off. You made me write a letter. Way to go, dickhead. Signed, Miles, the real baby New Year of Kansas, 1985. There's some I understand the ruling there, though. So do I. Your mom eligible baby. Your mom scheduled the birth. Yeah. You weren't supposed to come out then. Why weren't you making your way out at 1201? That makes you baby New Year. If If the baby is doing that, and it's a natural thing that it counts. When your mom scheduled it, your mom's an attention whore and wants to be in the paper. It's, it was Instagram before Instagram. She wasn't. She was more interested in attention for herself than she was the birth of her child. So she had a twelve oh two baby. You know they could have done that a couple hours earlier, but I guarantee could have you, done mom, it later. No, let's, apparently, let's be the New Year's baby because it comes with prizes. Well, that's rigging the system. Your mom. Your mom's a cheat, Miles. That's what it comes down to. Your mom's a scam artist. She's trying to get toys for free. She's trying to get college tuition from that guy. And I didn't know Baby New Year's got themselves prizes. Some do. Yeah, no some kidding? do, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a Usually scam. in smaller towns, but... People feel there's the, always uh, some... You know, that guy's like, oh, you know what, I'm going to do- donate a college fund for that kid. No kidding. There's always some dumb news story. Oh, this is the yeah. first baby that was born yeah. at 1201. Yeah, yesterday we had the twins. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one. But no, that's kind of unique. Yeah. Now, unless one it was scheduled. One... If it's scheduled, it's stupid. Yep. If you made it so it's like, we'll have one at 11.55 and the other at 12.03. and we'll co- That's just, you're, you're cheating. You're rigging the system. Yeah, who wants no, to be at the they're... hospital at 1201 in the morning? Nobody. That. Nobody. Not On New that. Year's Eve? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not doing that. That's, that's uh, attention whoring. So, yeah, of course you don't get prizes. I wanted Ronnie to hold on another uh, 11 minutes. 
and Kirby would have been on the first. Right, and then everybody would have had a first, first birthday, which is symmetry and disgusting and yeah. doesn't really matter. But then you'd have been February. They don't first. mess around with Did you guys have a fight session. when she was on the table? No! no. Hold it! Hold it! Come on! I figured it I do of it time, all the time. I had no idea. 19 minutes round trip. <laughs> he can't hold a poop. <laughs> he poops eight times a day. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> you know, God equipped you with a clincher. Ah, sometimes it's just not good enough. What is going on back there? You got half a pizza in your hand and you're walking to the bathroom or something. Can't make Ronnie hold a baby if you can't hold a poop from Spinatos wow. during the pizza. It came out a slice. Wow. That still smells like how it went in. <laughs> it didn't digest yet, pal. Well, no, because he sharked it out. I've literally watched this man who asked his wife to hold a baby in for 11 extra minutes not make it through a whole pizza because it was nerve already. Of her. It is the nerve of all of you. Gotta go. And she could have tried a little harder, I'll give you that. But seeing as how her counterpart won't I, even allow. I blame it on the doctor more so than anything. That he couldn't just keep pushing back. Take your time. I don't think that I don't think doctors are really in control of it. It was late. I don't think it's about, you know, them being complacent or meandering. It's either happening or it's not. What am I paying you for, Doc? Yeah. Most of the time the doctors just look and going, Man, husband's done no damage here. <laughs> and then the baby starts coming out and going, oh, it would have been a lot easier if she was with a a man. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes they just come bleep. Shooting right out, and they look at the husband going, Thanks for your help. I'm watching you sew it up, Doc. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Don't do that. It's disgusting. But yeah, you went you went strong and told Ronnie to hold it for eleven minutes and then uh Then I asked the nurse, nurse was cut out. I asked the nurse, could you it's eleven forty nine? Yeah. Could you put on the uh But you scheduled that? Because that was a C section, right? Yeah. And how come you did that at eleven fifty? Because she Started uh, going into labor oh. and started, have, you know, pretty painful. We got to go. We got to yeah, go. It was right then and there. So and you like, asked yeah, I can do it. hang on to that pain for another 10 just so you could have your cute they symmetry. Gave her the, uh, she the like, girl. She was numb. She was like, we're not having this the real way. <laughs> well, if she's numb, she doesn't even know if she's holding it. Yeah, well, I just, you know, I didn't didn't think it would, again, it was 19 minutes. Inconsiderate prick is what Jeez. it is. <laughs> Put a cork in there, doctor. Wait, I'm Feb one, you're June one, and if she's August one, well, that's been cute. Easier if the nurse just put it. At that's something a chick would do. Though. Put it back. That's a girl. No, not put it back, but you. They mark the time of birth, oh. basically. So you want her to lie? Yeah, I asked her to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take this medical doctor? Kid ain't gonna know the difference. Who cares? What happened? Why not? You should have. You should have. Your Finsky wasn't enough to convince her. <laughs> yeah, Why don't you I guys pay more? Why don't you guys just tell Ronnie or, or Kirby that her birthday was the first? Right. She ain't gonna know. Right. It's your fault. Well, there's documentation. You're right. Well, she can't read. <laughs> She's <Yet>. a bogan. <laughs> yeah. She's a bogan. <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> she no, can't no, read. No, no, no. This kid can't read. Oh, she's a good reader. Uh, okay. Compared to you, Lobar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, Dick and Jane, everybody's a good reader. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, you could have told her. I don't know for sure that my birthday's July You're 26th. Right. It's just what I was told. And how hard is it to scrub the document you've got? So easy to change. It's simple. Blew it. You did. You're still blowing it. Because you wanted your cute, everybody's dressed the same party birthdays. We're all born on the first. Isn't it a miracle? No. Anyway. Well, 
tampons and heads and baby New Year's and things like that are <laughs> things we got to deal with. I didn't watch that one this year, the Christmas special, the baby New Year's. I saw, I saw a chunk of it. Yeah, I didn't like it's that boring. one. It's It's kind of a stupid one. And the baby has big ears. And who what cares? is it? You don't remember baby New Year's? No. The, the Rankin Bass. Where's the top hat? Is it top hat, hat on? I don't think I've seen the. Ears. Like I don't never see. Is it a full cartoon? It's I've seen a, like yeah. pictures of it. Yeah, but, yeah it's okay. animated. It's oh, the never old seen the man that that passes it on to the baby New Year. Right, and the Winter Warlock and yeah. all that. Nah, yeah, I didn't see Baby New Year either. And Rudolph somehow involved. Like they I, had to find. Oh, that's right, Rudolph. Yeah. Was Rudolph's, involved. Rudolph's, yeah, they were... Rudolph's New Year, and he's like, he should be resting. Well, Rudolph's great, but I don't know what this baby. You know what else I was thinking? And I and South Park did an episode about this, and I didn't realize it. I've always kind of thought this, but never really manifested in anything. How come the Muslims don't just shoot Santa down? It's going so fast, that sleigh. Okay. Have you noticed they're, they, they at least try? Okay, then that leads to my next question. How dumb are Christian kids? <laughs> that, How, that they think that this is still a thing. And then you got. I don't know why they're we're selling the story so hard. Right. But take it away from the whole thing of Christmas. The the world situation, you would think over the years with religion being so important to one or the other, none of the Muslim kids over there are getting presents. like that. Everyone gets them, John. No. Santa gives them no, the he arrow. doesn't. He skips Africa and uh, the Middle <laughs> why? East. Why? Because they don't buy into it and they can't shop and they're broke. That's why. Poor kids don't get stuff from Santa. They don't get as much. I've seen the cartoons. They deliver everywhere. Santa is a class system. No, he didn't say they didn't. He's just saying they... Oh, I'm they saying they don't. They're, Santa ain't fly. It's a no-fly zone over Iran. He is not <laughs> dropping off anything. Come on. Not happening. And if he did... Because he knows better. They'd have... you make me Google it. They'd have shot him down. Do they celebrate? You'd think... I saw uh, one of the kids. They have that Santa tracker. It was yeah. on Christmas Eve. And, and that's still, also... And I'm like, he's a little old to be still... Oh, he's like 14? Close. Oh, no kidding. That's not good. Well, they do that on the news. Well, NORAD is reporting yeah. Santa's over, over Chicago. It's all like, kids right don't know what NORAD is. We look them up. <laughs> you better get to bed. Yeah, but, they look at the, but you look at the, the picture, and Santa's taking up most of Ghana. Like the overhead shot. And who's filming that, by the way? The, like the, It's a satellite from above, and there's Santa. And then underneath is the, you know, the... The tip he, of Africa, and it's he like he drops a bunch of. They huge. say UN on the little bales <laughs> yeah. that drop over down. Africa. <laughs> yeah, they just get presents. <laughs> like, what they disguise, they disguise what it. is this happening? Well, the baby Jesus. Who is that? He was born Thud. a long time ago. No, no, <laughs> this Coke bottle is God. No, no, no. Now listen up. They're dropping Diamondbacks World Championship yeah. shirts over. Oh, yeah. He's flying across. <laughs> Yep, they've got Alabama Rose Bowl 2024 <laughs> champs. Yeah, roll tie. North Sentinel Island, San ain't stopping there. There's like all sorts of them. You'd think that terrorists would eventually. And I didn't even know this, but I was talking to somebody like South Park did an episode. I've seen almost every South Park. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen that one. That where they shoot Santa down. I'm like, that makes tons of sense to me. And it just again lends to how stupid and gullible American kids are. Talk about a persuasive video. You show a couple guys in some veils holding, holding Santa hostage. Holding Santa hostage. <laughs> oh my God! We don't why negotiate. Haven't, why haven't they touched that? Man. Why don't they go after that? Why, if you were truly terrorist, why not infiltrate like uh, you know Nickelodeon or one of those unboxing videos kids love so much, and just uh, we interrupt, we interrupt. 
Santa is not real. And they go nuts telling you that it's fake. And then they cut his head off right there and traumatize all the little Christian kids all over the world. One way to get to him would be YouTube. You'd have every kid in the the country see it. But they don't touch it. We don't know what to do with their guys. Can't even draw Muhammad. You get like kids sees things that Wemby does before the internet does. Like before ESPN Victor gets Wemben it. Yama? Yeah. Oh he's yeah. Like oh, showing yeah. me all this stuff. I'm like, how'd you how'd you get that? The game is updates. still going on. <laughs> updates. You don't get the updates. <laughs> no. Oh, I get the updates. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched ESPN in years. There's no need. Updates. <laughs> Wimby's pretty amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I never understood that. Why don't they don't? Uh, why don't they just dispel the story from the Muslims' point of view? Like. Well, because it's this, not a religious story necessarily. It is too. Oh, it's all religious. The whole thing is. It's called Christ Mass. I know, but, but you Santa. shoot Santa down and you wreck the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what terrorists do. They, you know, the they World like Trade them. Center. That's, was that's a, how likable the guy. The is World Trade it. Center is a metaphor <laughs> for American wealth. Oh, it was brain. the capital. They love of Chris Kringle. Yeah, there we go. He's an idiot. Because well, they're to, better than that. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, you're right. The that's terrorists where you are going. better than that. Jesus stops them from doing it. Okay, I'm sure that. He didn't stop the planes, but he doesn't want Santa shot down. According to this article, uh, they do celebrate Christmas in Iran, and Armenian Iranians are about ready to celebrate their Christmas on the 6th. It's not, that's not Christmas. It's, well, according to their traditions. That's not the same. And they don't have Santa in the North Pole. The festive spirit in Tehran isn't confined to just Christian neighborhoods. Right. And it is too. Because if you have January 6th Christmas, I'm guaranteeing you, the fat man with the reindeer isn't making another date out of it and floating over to Tehran for an off day. He's either getting it all done in one day or not. And you don't so, think he parks for a little bit? No. That, they, Rests up? Maybe they're like you, John. That's like, look, I'm getting presents? Heck yeah. Oh, I love okay. that. Yeah. But so they're, maybe they're I'm like saying that, that they're not... On the whole... I understand. You'll find an offshoot of 100 people that celebrate Christmas in Tehran. But for the most part, why haven't they shot him down yet? Yeah, and it's such a heavy, uh, heavy Western story, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it leans only for the Christian kids. Yeah. Santa is not handing out, you know, he's, he, he's, he's going over houses and basically looking down going, nope, Muslim. Like, he's racist, really. He's a bigot. He's a slave owner, and he's a bigot. I hate to, you know, maybe I'm the terrorist because I'm breaking the Santa rule, but come on. It would make tons of sense that the Muslims would then go to the North Pole and explode it. I don't know if you knew this, but the Grinch was Muslim. Probably. He converted. Oh, that's right. Whoa. His heart grew. That's Careful. when his heart grew, when he yeah. found Jesus. Yeah. Before that, <laughs> hellbound mess. And this is what I'm talking about. Even you, you kindly, portly, little jolly man. You hate Muslims so much that you, you threw that bomb. Do not. Yeah. See? I knew, was, I knew that was the first thing he was going to say. You'll take Can't a swing it. at him like that. Can't admit it. I hate some Muslims. <laughs> Which, oh, ones? Which ones? Name one. Did you name a few? Muhammad. Yeah, that's a good one. Ooh. Oh, the Whoa. big one. That's the main one. You've got bread on that go. one. Wow. You're going to get murdered. Man. Oh, man. What are you doing? That's the most popular name. <laughs> also, the, it's like when you said. Okay. It's also the um, guy. Yeah, it's like a Muslim going, I hate uh, some Christians. Jesus. Like all the Mexican ones. He would yeah. say, hey, Zeus. You hit the big one. You hear that? 
Man's filled with well, hate. I didn't even go that far. Atta. I didn't say the last name. Muhammad Atta, of course. We took care of that guy. Well, he did it himself. <laughs> yeah, and if Santa has a like, defense system that can thwart an attack, then why don't we use him for war? What, he's got Patriot missiles hanging right. off the we side would, of his leg? a little bit of that, I think, in the... Uh, Santa Claus, he has some oh, kind of defense. Okay, but then yeah. why isn't the defense system building Santa's sleigh like 10, 12, exactly. 15 times for... We would never lose a war. Drones. <laughs> Santa's sleigh is the answer. It's in and, and out of Dodge. you knew too much about yeah. the Santa Claus. Yeah. I hate Muhammad. <laughs> Played <laughs> every day. <laughs> I hate some Muslims. Name Muhammad. <laughs> I didn't Atta. say his last name. Yeah, you didn't until Man. later, until we caught you, because you didn't realize what you'd said. Atta, you know who I meant. Yeah, that's right. First you said, that's the most common name. Wonder why. <laughs> Not even allowed to draw that dude. You're done. I'll tell you his address if you ask me, too. I'm selling this dude out. I'm not going down oh, to that Oh, we all are. Friends. I'm right yeah. behind you. Brady is, Brady is <laughs> Right there. There he is. You're going to end up on one of those videos. A guy in a hat and a big sword and you on your knees. With a bag on your head. <laughs> I was kidding. We don't like laughter. <laughs> they really don't. They're not fun, people. Those types, the terrorist ones. <laughs> Ones with that shall remain nameless. The ones that have swords in her and the guy with a bag in his head next to him. Those are the ones you want to avoid. <laughs> I avoid that no matter what the religion. Guy with a sword in his hand and I got a bag on my head, or he's got a dude next to him with a bag on his head, that's a dude I avoid. Not Disneyland. No, I don't like any religions, but that's that's when you've really taken it to a new level. When your cohort is baghead guy. What <laughs> a morning for out. Brady. <laughs> Doesn't hate Hitler, hates B.S. West, and hates Muslims. Right. Wow, is there anything you can't cut a swath through? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> anyway, I just wondered why they haven't shot him down. It would be it would be quite a move by the terrorist organization. It would be a big win. Or just show a video of a bomb going off in North Pole. Yeah. And polar bears and elves just poof, flying all over the place. And just like, see? And just traumatize the Christian kids. People bought War of the Worlds. Your kids will eat this alive. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm not saying, but maybe drive separately from Brady. For no, no, while. I'm staying far, far <laughs> away. Right now, no I'm, just looking, I'm just looking for little red dots on his head right now. Not like that. You know what I mean? Not yeah. like you switching. Yeah. Yeah. Sound like a laser pointer. <laughs> I didn't say it. I got no problem with Muhammad. And I actually didn't say it. Yeah, right. Brad didn't say it. <laughs> Brett said it before, like, out of the way, Muhammad, like that kind of thing, like driving on the road. But he's never said he hates Muhammad, the leader of all uh, Muslim religion. Guys, there's a movie called Fat Man with Mel Gibson where the U.S. government uses Santa to fight the bad guys. Yeah, that's a good, uh, see? It's a good idea because he's got the best technology of all time and he's had it for a hundred years. And we didn't tap into that. See, the story just gets thinner and thinner. Kids aren't very bright. I got tampons in their hair. They're running around believing this nonsense. Uh, it's 7.34. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? I right, wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Time to head up north and go skiing. See, I didn't say that. That's the, right. All right. So, anyway, uh, get the snowboards and skis ready. Get full tune-ups. Any accessories you're going to need over at Action Ride Shop. And if you don't want to head up north because it's a little cold, well, hell, hit the trails. They got all the best brands and the best wrenches in town to get that mountain bike dialed in for you. ActionRideShop.com or just go visit the boys Where over is there it? on you Gilbert Road Southern. <laughs> I don't ski. Yeah. The <laughs> mountains. The mountains, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, what do you got? All right, uh, on the list, uh, Dead Kennedys, uh, Godsmack, Terror, uh, Lou Reed walking the wild side for uh, B.S. West, Dance uh, Macabre, Five Finger Death Punch. Well, I tell you what, that Kennedy, uh, I guarantee if he, uh, he, he still might be on the Epstein so. list. <laughs> I was reading some stuff about Kennedy. He would be the most hated politician. Like, you thought Trump's bad at stuff? This dude. I was reading some more about Kennedy uh, yesterday online. My God. Slayed. And they've hidden everything. Like, they, they just, you just don't touch that sacred cow of Kennedy. But, man, oh, man, the bodies that guy's got hidden. And I was reading it because a guy and I were talking about, like, the truth has to be known at all times. Look, And I'm like, yeah, but we never knew so much. And it and it's almost better. They trickle out information and stuff like that. Kennedy was never revealed as a truth. Even still, they won't give you the like the full Kennedy story. Mm-hmm. The the fact that we kind of know, we all know, but that it was kind of been admitted that he had a Secret Service agent just to let him know yeah. when his wife was around because he was up to no good so well, often. What was it five years ago? They just said, "No, we need to lock this up again." This well, they, well, they did that with the the assassination stuff. Yeah. But the the story that that intern that was 19, she wrote that book, and it was supposed to be this bombshell about how she lost her virginity to President Kennedy in the White House pool. And then uh, the Secret Service agent came and said, ah, ah, ah. Uh, Jackie's home. And he just handed her, the intern to Bobby, like, finish her off. Oh. <laughs> and he did. Bobby always got the second. Look, so. Bobby was into a pool. Nobody's talking about the fact Bobby was in the pool with him while he was doing it. As the relief pitcher. Ah, that's right. Uh, I'm going to pull Toledo in there. He's got the the, the brother cuck. I uh, hope Jackie comes home right in the middle of this so I can uh, polish off your uh, kill here. It was crazy. And then Kennedy had all that stuff going on. And then you start reading about Jackie. And her persona that was sold to us was so, like, demure and princessy and everything else. She was there for the party. She was there for the, like, Paul and I were talking yesterday, and he's like, I just, he his dream is that Jackie was in on it. I just picture Jackie just underneath Marilyn Monroe while John's on the other side just filling her face. And I'm like, Jesus, Paul, you <laughs> thought about that. But look at Jackie Onassis Kennedy, who's got this, oh, she, it's Camelot. We called it Camelot. That's it what like, I always thought about her. Yeah, it, oh, but no. Oh, she's not, huh? She ended up. She's a whore. After her husband got oh. blown up. Not a whore so much. Oh. But there for like, okay, do whatever you want. I, I'm getting the money, mm-hmm. the attention. I'm, I'm doing well here. Setting Just don't embarrass me. me. Right. Well, and yeah, let's keep that under wraps. And not only don't embarrass me, uh, we got people to make sure you don't embarrass me. I've put, I put a group of people together to make sure you don't embarrass me. Beyond political stuff. That's just their personal life. And then she goes off. Because that's what she was into, and marries a dude that made the Kennedys look like Brady and me. And she was there for the cash. She was the original gold digger. And she came from some cash, but I mean, she cashed in on life. And walked around, and all they called it was just the epitome of class. And It would be like calling the Trumps Camelot. They're no different. <laughs> right. So that was my argument yesterday. This guy was like, this Epstein thing was driving him nuts. And I'm like, look, we've... There's been no truths. You've heard that, that about told. the, uh, I mean, the Clinton relationship as well. <laughs> oh, that's why. Well, we all say that about Hillary. Like, we know why she's there. It's a power play. It was. It's crazy though. But that and Kennedy, you go back before, uh, you know, John Kennedy, the whole family, the yeah. you know, prohibition. 
running moonshine and the, the whole mafia, family's the whole, oh talk about uh, you know elections that were rigged it's a known fact dead people voted to give him a full state in an election that was like as close as any other had ever been and you think Nixon was uh, mad about it? No, he was trying to. So when you just you you out cheated me is basically what the presidency. Was. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I say we just don't need to know everything. Because if we did, as a as a populace, we'd feel helpless and lose our minds. Well, that's the problem with the internet nowadays. We everything's at our fingertips. Before yeah. you know, Kennedy was uh, oh. grabbing her by the P too. I just right. It's just you and know it's, it's the it. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just easier to get away yep. with it. I uh, like to uh, reach over and grab him right there by the to pull him into the pool. You uh, get on over here. Uh, I've got 20 minutes before Jackie comes home. He could, the dude could barely walk. Another thing people don't know about Kennedy, his back was so bad he could barely walk. He was in a wheelchair a ton of the time. But when it came to hosing 19-year-old, he was he like could rally out. He could, he could get a boner, and it was like his super pill, and he'd get on Marilyn Monroe. All right, uh, somebody place me uh, gently back in my chair. Maybe the whole back thing was to make it seem like, oh, no, he wouldn't do that. I know why he his, couldn't do that. His back was out because he was busy stunt <laughs> Marilyn Monroe on the ring. <laughs> Try to uh, bend me over. Like, ah, yeah, my spine. Keep going. <laughs> Hurts I'm so not good. done yet. Ow! <laughs> it's the uh, pleasure pain of a spinal cord injury during sex there. Man. Bobby, hold my head. That's not the last time he said that phrase. Anyway. So, yeah, the Epstein thing's got me thinking. All right, just calm down. Like, we've, as a society, we've never known a whole truth. Ever. So let's not act like we're entitled to it right away. I don't know how we're going to react. Let's just... Piecemeal. There's little bits here and there. We all know Clinton's on it. We all know Trump's on it. Let's not give ammunition out to everybody. Little breadcrumbs. Give me a little, you know, give me a star. Give me uh, give me Kimmel. Let's throw Kimmel in there. Let's throw Aaron Rodgers in there, do, too. Let's, uh, a couple athletes. Somebody on the way out. Val Kilmer. <laughs> right, Val Kilmer. Right. Somebody's about to croak. Yeah. You know, Kilmer was a Kissinger. Somebody's already to there go. Jimmy Carter. Surprise. And then I'll put him in the ground. I don't think anything kills Jimmy Carter. I no. think he's Roslyn? Green, green Mile. He's still around. That corpse was at Rosalind's funeral. I'm like, oh. they got to put him in the box with her. He, I've seen dead bodies that I'd rather walk around with. How about that job as the tailor? He wants a new suit. Oh. you got to measure him. Really? Don't hit him too hard. He'll, <laughs> right. he'll, burn, right. he'll mummy he'll, dust. <laughs> Don't. He'll crumble. <laughs> ah. He's like a peanut shell now. Yeah. Just, if you squish him too hard, he just cracks and two nuts fall out. <laughs> anyway, just saying. Got into a lot of discussion yesterday on email. I was here for a long time, and it was it was you know in, in fairness to everybody, it was all civil. Oh, good. There was one guy who was losing his mind. You Trump's got this, and Trump. I'm like, see, look, you've already lost your mind. Oh, there's a couple that were convinced that yeah. look, they're going to put his name on. They're going to hack into it. And if he's on it, on it, it's fake. If he's not Jesus. on it, it's exoneration. And then, yeah. And so then you, yeah, you believe crazy. it one way, you don't believe it the other. Right. Way. It the only one, works one way because yep. you're tribal. Yep. And that was what I was saying. I'm like, we already with just one guy. Yeah. You're losing. Imagine if there's a surprise on there. Oh. Evidently, I, I saw a thing yesterday, an article. One of the guys that's prosecuting the whole thing came out and said Trump actually helped him in the whole trial from the start. Epstein? Helped the uh, lawyer. Oh, sure. Going after Epstein. The dude would have provided information. Every sure. one of us would have hung out with him. Absolutely. 
the parties had to be extremely cool. Until you start looking around going, what? Wait a minute. They're captive? Why is there a high school band here? Yeah. There were guys hooking up with girls? I just had a a weekend. We would have gone to lunch with Jared had he asked. He was in here with us. We didn't know. But Jared was kind of... He said, you guys want to go to Subway? (laughs) Yes, I want to go to Subway with Jared. (laughs) Yes. It's Tom Segura's old thing that he was going to be... For a while there, he was in an ad campaign, possibly, to be Jared's kind of sloppy brother. Because all Jared could talk about was the healthy subs. And then he was supposed to be Jerome, or Jermaine was the original name. And he said, it's a black name. We can't do that. But he was going to, and then right, uh, they canceled the campaign. And he was heartbroken. And then 10 years later, he's like, thank God it was never Jared's brother. We'd have gone to the subway. We'd still have pictures of it. And who knows? The way you are? You love dudes who can get you contacts with food places. You'll have, have his number in my have phone. You've been tight with Jared for a while. <laughs> Brady, you were the one most susceptible to the Epstein mess. Because you like new friends and you're Sup, and rich people doing things Flying for you. Island? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Jay Dog. <laughs> exactly. Dad, my man. What up, Epstein? That's my Jew friend. That's my Jew friend. <laughs> of course he's a billionaire. Where are we headed? The island? Then Brady would start telling those stories and we'd be like, all right, that's enough. You gotta go with me sometimes. My buddy. It's a cool island. My buddy, Jeff Epstein. I'm like, I know Brady who knows a whole, a whole lot less rich people than that that he talks about. Jep. Jep. Brady likes people. Jep. Epstein would have charmed you right into the Lolita Hold on, Express. You need, to, you need to elevate out. Brady likes people that have a certain status. Oh, sure. He's not hanging out with poor folk. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> he, yeah, he's definitely that. You're not in his phone yeah. if you he don't He didn't like have to admit it. I admit it. I'm yeah. not hanging out with him. people I got to pay for all the time. And neither is he. Brady is the poor folk to most of the people he likes. Why are you hanging out with me? Yeah, exactly. But you're charming. You'd have fallen for Epstein. I'd have fallen for Epstein. Bert would have been involved in the whole thing. Oh. You know you would. You and I both would have been down there going, how old? She says 18. What's the laws on this island? Look at the cans on (laughs) her. Yeah, the cans on her. She wants to rub my feet. We'd have all fallen for it. So all these uh, self-righteous hindsight people, you you get a billionaire friend that wants to take you places. You don't start thinking, what's illegal here? You're doing it. I could raise money for whatever your cause is. Right, and you You need him. Uh, Oh, you know what? Yep. He's going to line us up with this guy that will give us a grant. He's fundraising. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. You're bought and paid for is what it is. And you also sort of kind of like the perks. We'd all fallen for him. Hate to break it to you. But but nobody harder than Brady. Brady would have fed Epstein all the time. You'd have lived at his house. I'd have been saying Epstein would have. Epstein there would have put you up. of a uh, seat on the plane, just like the Clinton. You'd seat. have had your own <laughs> chair. There's no reason for me to believe that you would. If Epstein and you and you would have hit it off, he's great, and he's getting me in my own place, and he's it's awesome. I'm going to stay at the Epstein compound. You would have stayed there, Curbs, and we're going down. Your one friend Mike, who was wealthy, he couldn't wait to go down and stay at his place down there. He's a ton of money, and Great, he's got yeah. a Mexico. It was awesome. You never paid for anything in Mexico. You stayed at his house, whether he wanted you there or not. I'd have been singing Benny Mardona's all the way down there. <laughs> She's too. <laughs> I bet you Benny's on the list. Oh, yeah. He liked him that young. Kiss is probably on that list. And so people are guessing now. Woody, oh, Allen. Not gonna pay Woody Allen's all over that thing. 
Yeah, and, yeah it'll be. You don't think Gene's on? No. Well, no, no, he would go because he. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't paying for anything. I see what you're saying. That's exactly right, Brett. <laughs> Take advantage of the deals when they're presented. To Hi, Jeffrey. He's probably had a smart a concert. There. <laughs> Absolutely, Jeffrey. It's Gene Simmons from Kiss. May I borrow the Lolita Express? Yeah, that's something we'd all fall. Anyway, I'm sorry. I've gone on too long. Let, pick a song. Let's just hit it. Uh, did you want to do that one for Justin? Uh, yeah, we'll do it for Justin Gross. Okay. It's his birthday today. Uh, the Stone Sour Come Whatever May. Yeah. Yeah, because Justin said it's his birthday. He's not 16. He doesn't want a shout out, but uh, he would like to hear the song for his birthday, which in a way is like saying, give me a shout out. So we're doing it now. Justin emails all the time. It's a good day. Good Pete. You would have been so in with. And plus the hilarity of being friends with a woman named Jizzy. <laughs> going over there to Jizzy and Epstein's pad. I think there's something going on there, but I don't know. He asked me to hang out. And you'd have been a great cover story. You wouldn't even known you're being used. You'd have, just, you'd have been playing tennis on the private court that he bought you. And we'd all fallen for it. <laughs> you're friends with a billionaire, and he turns out to be a bad guy. And then there's pictures of you, and you were on the plane. It's bad news. But we'd all fallen for it. All of us. Have you ever flown on a... Get on set, Jet, and tell me that the next time somebody says, want a free private flight, you're going to... I'm doing it. Don't even care where it lands. You do your thing. Yeah. And then later you start finding out some stuff and you start to pull away a little bit. But if you were owned by the guy at that point, it's like, I can't really disassociate as fast as I'd like. So I'm just going to kind of keep my distance. And But he still gives me a ton of money for my stuff and it's keeping it alive. It's bad. Bought and paid for. Be careful. We don't all need to know everybody on there. So long as you're just celebrities. Whoopi Goldberg. I'd like to see her on there. Ted Danson. And just- I mean, that's why uh, Heidi Fleiss at the time was so successful. Because she could line everything up. Yeah. And also. And she, very discreet. Discreet. And she had you. If you mouthed off about her, she already had you dead to rights. She had a list of people. She was protected. It's a blackmail situation without saying so. I know, it's crazy. I can't wait for this thing to all just be revealed, but I don't want to imagine how much Epstein, how much leverage he had on some people. (sighs) Can't imagine. That's why the... Can't imagine. That's the thing. Power of the list. Foundation of power could be in trouble. Just little bits and pieces. That's all I want. Uh, Stone Sour. Happy birthday, Justin. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Wednesday's cruising along halfway through the week already. That's a good thing. It's going to be tough to crawl around this week, but we're getting back. That is the only bad thing about the holidays is that a lot of times your schedule gets screwed up so bad. Takes a few days. January always kind of seems to stink because it's this renewal of ugh. And then you got to start off limping. But we live in paradise, so that ain't so bad. <laughs> Except for there's no more BS West. That's painful. The gays are going to be just wandering the streets looking for other gays now. Get your final weekend on. Oh, man, that is going to be a dirty, dirty mess. To get, I mean, it's got to be a goal to get, like, a little bit wet. The last weekend of BS West, you know? Oof. I got laid the last... Now, don't do it. It's love. Well, you said a little wet over there. I'm, I'm out. Well, you can't go dry. <laughs> they want it to go dry Saturday night 
all the alcohol. Oh, yeah. Oh, they want it all gone. Oh, it's dry January. Trust me. It will. Oh, dry January is happening. Yuck. A lot going on there, but those floors are going to be coated. And what? who cares? The owners are going to be like, I don't lose our liquor license. Who cares? At this point, do whatever you want. There's going to be nudity, and that's going to be a part. I might head over there Saturday just to watch all that break down. The Got a tears. busy Saturday. Oh, the crying and the... It's going to look like the Bellagio. There's just going to be... It's going to, like, it's going to be like whale watching. There's going to be a... Every few seconds. I'm going to get a VIP table reserved. I'm heading over. I don't want VIP. I want to keep my distance. I'm going to treat it like a Gallagher concert. I'm bringing plastic. Going to wear your Alt-A-Z shirt, <laughs> staff bringing, shirt over there? I'm going to bring a thing of Visqueen and just hold it over my face. I'm not getting hit by anything. <laughs> I think we still have those face shields. In okay, the yeah, it's a, I'll wear that too just in case. But that's going to be a the seeding. So much. Uh, anyway. It's a whiteout. Good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> the whiteout. You're exactly right, Richard. <laughs> be a blizzard <laughs> but good on him that's a surprise closing when that frankie goes to hollywood hits it oh man <laughs> relax <laughs> when you wanna do white will just constant just streams of spray it's gonna be a nut house literally bs west i've always enjoyed uh being close to bs west <laughs> never let me down it's entertaining every time you walk by uh, and today, uh, hopefully the same with the Brady Report. It's time for the Brady Report brought to you by Hooters. And it is Wings Day Wednesday at Hooters. That's back. And for a limited time only, you choose your own Wings Day adventure. Let's say you want to go in there and get 20 wings, get 10 for free. You can do that. And you can take it out. Or you can stay put and get all the wings your body can handle. All you can eat for fifteen ninety nine. Either way, you're going to win. Uh, and you can head on over to Hooters and take advantage of all that stuff. Brady. Reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Fruitcake Toss Day. Throw it out. Yep. Why? They last forever. I know. I keep. We gave one. Come doorstep. You give those to people? Uh, You son of a bitch. My brother started it. Oh, same one. And it's, uh, yeah, and so it rotates around, but it's gone. It went for about five years. It says the uh, fruit. I I read about this yesterday. Fruitcake can be. Last six months when kept in a pantry. Doesn't even have to be like refrigerated or cared for. Just yeah. six months. It's like a baby. You can just leave it for six months. It'll be fine. Uh, when you put it in the fridge, it can last up to a year. Uh, you and freeze one of those Claxton fruitcakes? I don't know what that is. You get those at Stuckey's. They found a two, uh, in 2017, they found a 106-year-old fruitcake. In uh, an Antarctic exhibit. I know. No, I just ignored it. The main reason fruitcake lasts long is because the process of how it's put together. Uh, the ingredient that contributes to the longevity, formaldehyde. I didn't know that. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> it's alcohol. <laughs> you looked at me like, possibly. What? Yeah. Now, the doctors uh, say that, or the scientists say that it's alcohol. Uh, the more you use, the longer it can last. And it includes uh, the soak the cake in rum. And then it, you know, basically just takes in the alcohol and all the rest of stuff kind of dissipates with the cooking or whatever. I'm not sure. Process makes the cake acidic, and they can last uh, a long time. The ones without alcohol don't last nearly as long. I've never in my life taken a bite of fruitcake. You just need to stop being friends with anybody who gets you You give me a fruitcake, it's an announcement that we are not compatible. And the one we rotated around was from, it was one of those... uh, 
uh, I think it's Panatone, you know, the Italian fruitcakes that come in the little... Brady, I can tell you right now, nobody knows the brand names of fruitcake. You're wasting your time. People know Claxton. <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows. The biggest fruitcake. Claxton? Nobody knows. And by the come way, on. Stuckies, we just talked about Let this. Let me say this. <laughs> As Brady brings up fruitcake brands, if you're aware of them and you're saying, it's not true, That's John, I know. One. No, let me tell you, I don't want you listening anymore. We're not friends. If you're, if you're, <laughs> you go somewhere else. You do stuff other than this because I don't need you around. If you're like, well, a Claxton fruitcake is a whole lot better than, I don't want to know you. Yeah, I don't so need to be in part of shade at you for the, not knowing the Italian one. Yeah. I'm a man. Why would I know Thank you, a, a fruitcake? Thank you. That's the that's that's reason they're called fruitcakes. We're men. <laughs> we don't associate with them except PS West this weekend. <laughs> Couple of bases, the only kind of fruitcake I like, I mean, Michael and Troy, and they're my, my cul-de-sac <laughs> with me. They're fun. Fruitcake. Yuck. While in line for Star Wars, or for Star Tours at Disneyland, yep. you'll hear Egrog Sakul being paged. That's George Lucas's name backwards. Ah. And a land speeder with the license plate THX 1138 is also referenced. That's George's first movie. Yeah. The border between Delaware and Pennsylvania is an arc. It's the only circular border between two states in the country. Hmm. Canada, Australia, New Zealand, England, and the United States have a pact since 1956 never to spy on each other. <laughs> Wink and a nod. Sure, me too then. You don't spy on me, I won't spy on you. You got it. You bet. Spy on that guy, he's up to something. Oh, we have been, sir. Yeah, of course, sir. Mr. Rogers' first TV show was in Canada in 1962. It was called Mr. Rogers, one word. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's one word. Well, they didn't put a, they just put it together. Right, but they still call it Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it's Rogers. But I don't know why they would Mark. do it that way, but they did. <laughs> He didn't start his show in America until a few years later. Hmm. Navy bean soup has been served at the U.S. Senate cafeteria every single day for over 100 years, and no one knows exactly how the tradition got started. Okay. So far, uh, 33% people in this survey said they've made a New Year's resolution. About 16% say they plan to, but just haven't gotten around to it yet. How many have broken it already? Yeah, no kidding. Day three. I don't make resolutions. I make proclamations. I think they say it's like 70%, 20, 20 days into it have already dropped. What's your proclamation? No more dealing with cheap people. Ah. <laughs> that's, you made that before? No, that's this year's proclamation. If you prove yourself to be cheap, I'm calling you out on it, and that's enough already. No. Like the thing yesterday with that guy and what would Brady do? Dude invites you to his son's game and then asks you to pay for the ticket afterwards. No. I'd add another $5 for him for gas money. I'm not paying it. I'm just saying no. No. That's not how the world works. Dude, I gave you a ticket. Exactly. You asked me to go. We We never once discussed this. This was an invitation. I think you said it yesterday. It's a bargain. Two hundred forty-five dollars. Never hang out with that guy again. And you got a free Suns game. And, you, and, you got, and I'm not paying you. Now, if we again, if we had an agreement early, hey, you buy my ticket, I'll take it. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, but if you say come with me to dinner and then ask me to pay for dinner, it's not happening. 
Inviters are the payers, unless previously discussed. That's how the world works. Yeah, that should be your first subject. Right? As the invitee, I have it. You offer you like to, to pay. If they say sure, yeah, then you've made the offer. You pay. But if they expect it, no. And you're buying drinks too. And you buy drinks as the invitee. You pick up the food yeah. and drinks for the fact that you got a free ticket. It's it's a simple process. I'm done with cheap people. If your girlfriend or wife started growing out her sideburns this week, you know why? January Gross. started in 2019. What? If your girlfriend or wife has called. sideburns. Someone came up with it what? to encourage women to stop shaving, waxing, or plucking no. for this month. Why? Why do you One not want to groom yourself? The official January Instagram account has over 40,000 followers. Not enough. Women with sideburns, like General Burnside sideburns, what are we looking at? Yeah, the Elvis. The ones that go all the way to the nose and then curl back? <laughs> yeah, the, are we doing TCB sideburns? What kind of girl am I dating? I mean, Brett's Italian. You've never seen a woman with this much hair. Nope. Your chick looks like the hound dog. <laughs> what is going on there with you and Wolf Boy? Uh, it's uh, January. My wife's not shaving. Why are you still there? Yeah, why are you dating Keen Wolf? Cordell and Cordell. What did she see a full moon? Get her out of the house. I'm not shaving for the month of January. Then you're living alone for the month of January. That'd be a good first date. Someone they meet. Yes, I'm participating in January. Ugh. Goodbye. Intolerable. I'll pay for hippie. your coffee. Dirty hippie. The average person hits a wall at 3 p.m. Their slump lasts about 29 minutes, according to this survey. It's a push. Top five things that can cause it, the caffeine wore off, general boredom, lack of energy, you need to eat, you underslept. You're just having a human day. You've busted your balls, three o'clock, you start looking at the clock and got a couple hours to go. Starts to wear on you. Lake Superior State University in Michigan released its annual list of words and phrases that need to be banished in the new year. There we go. Hack. Wow. Impact. Um, at the end of the day. Oh, I hate that one. Riz. I'm not Riz, sure I've ever which used was Riz. Word of the, which was word of the year by the Oxford University Press. So they're already Press. done with it? <laughs> yeah. Last year? Is Riz, Last year. Riz is the, like, it's cool drip, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. You got charisma, Riz. Mm. Slay. Iconic, cringeworthy, obsessed, side hustle. Last one's wait for it. The phrase wait for it? Or do yeah. I wait for it? Wait for it. Oh, when people, when, uh, yeah, people, okay, ready? Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm so stupid. Last week. <laughs> Humans. Wish they'd do away with the people that did that study. Yeah. <laughs> United Airlines got on social media and hyped a flight from Guam to Hawaii that offered people two New Year's celebrations. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to take off from Guam at 7.35 a.m. on New Year's Day, cross the international date line, land in Honolulu at 6.50 p.m. Got a whole New Year's Eve. That's a great idea. Problem was, it was delayed six hours. Oh. They, they landed in Honolulu <laughs> at 12.34 Oh, you've been planning this for probably a long time. some people bought tickets just for that. Well, yeah, that's why you do it. 
Nobody wants to hop up on a plane at 7 in the morning on New Year's Day unless you got a plan to knock out another one. That's a great idea. People on some other flights had more luck. The Cathay Pacific Airlines flight from Hong Kong to San Francisco landed in time for the second New Year. So did the Nippon Airways. Isn't that like a 15-hour flight? You're cutting it thin there. You're going to leave like at 3 in the morning. A lot of downtime on that flight. That Hong Kong celebration of New Year's on TV. Did you see how they did the, uh, is that the one where they had the fireworks and the drones in the background? it never ended. Like, I know you're not supposed to stereotype people, but nobody does fireworks like the Chinese. That's an amazing, like, we still think we got it over here. Uh Uh-uh. Every time they do a fireworks display, it's 30 times bigger than the last big one I saw here. They're good at it. And that Hong Kong thing, I'm watching on, I'm like, that's pretty neat. And then it starts, it's the entire city. And then they got drones floating around spelling Chinese words and other stuff. And it, it was amazing. Stephen Nerden, he's 38 years old. He was arrested for domestic violence or domestic battery. They say in parentheses, dating violence. He was with his uh, date and uh, around 1.20 a.m., <coughs> There's a confrontation after they had sex because she said uh, she uh, described him as uh, limp dick. Oh, was the phrase. Line? And he attacked her with a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> then he, then she was right. She was he, right. Yeah, he, he couldn't he, use his own She thing. said, you know, followed up like you should use a ED pill or uh, next time. Do during it, sex or after? Afterwards. Wow, what a... Immediate review. Made fun of his, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, made fun of his performance. and Like right after? Yeah. No, you don't want And there's do some drinking involved. So he has to wear a bracelet that uh, monitors his alcohol. Sure. Take one so he doesn't beat for someone three, else. For three Bracelets? weeks. Yeah, Bracelets evidently. That's not so bad. Magnum, man. <laughs> he does kind of look a little cool, man. <laughs> He is coming off of, uh, he's got to be very careful because he has a previous record. He just spent some time sitting, a couple of years. He's dildo abused before? Um, he did, uh, I think it was raw, uh, burglary and... He's a cop, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't a cop. Didn't that say ex-cop? Ex-con. Oh. I thought ex-con. it said ex-cop. Okay, I thought it was a headline when you put it down. So he's, yeah, but you don't do that, especially if you, like, yeah, you just don't do that to a fella. If a woman would have every right to smack you around if you're like, all right, Arby's. What? That thing is disgusting. <laughs> like, I, I, I'd rather have sex with a big Montana than look at that again. What did you? What are you doing? You should have every right to bonk you in the head with her sex toy after that. Keep it moving, Arby's. Keep it moving, Arby's. <laughs> you have the meats. Arby. Now take them and get out of my house. I <laughs> uh, shot my horsey sauce. Now take it somewhere else. Why are you doing this? Because I'm reviewing our sex immediately afterwards, and it wasn't good. And I blame you and that meat foundation thing you got there. Carl Buddy, out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you are uh, not down with weddings. No, but how about uh, Buddy Moon? The hell's that? You asking me now, or is this the a couple story? gets uh, married, and then they on their honeymoon they invite friends to go with them. They're calling it a buddy moon. No. It's a trend in the UK. You're asking if I would Keep do this? Yeah, you go on you, the, you, I want to travel with anybody honeymoon. anyway. That's right. 
I, don't I knew the answer. Yeah, of course. Would you? You yes. would. Buddy Moon? Yeah. You know he if, would. Especially if dude was paying. Laser, Kenny, Billy, they'd all yeah. be on the Buddy if Moon. dude was him. paying for <laughs> Buddy Moon. We got a Buddy Moon. And you'd call it that, too. Oh, yeah. I'd have Buddy Moon buddy shirts. Moon. You would do uh, it. Buddy Moon 2024. If somebody else paid for the Buddy Moon, you'd go. No way. Oh, 100%. Depends on where they're going. See? It doesn't, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, if they're going to, you know, Columbus, yeah, man. If you're going to Hawaii. That's your buddy Hawaii. moon? Yeah. I was just kidding. Wow. Your buddy moon. Yeah, he would go to Columbus, would too. To Columbus Brady would do 100%. that. For golf, round of golf. You'd do a buddy moon. Maybe. 100%. <laughs> Disappointing. If Billy calls right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Billy, Billy, yeah. We're going to renew our vows and I'd like to take you on my honeymoon. You know what I would say back to him? <laughs> Homo F word. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? You don't take your friends Bro. on your honeymoon. You pay attention to your spouse. Well, I want to spend some time with friends. Well, then your marriage isn't going to work out. You should be the entire time. Buddy moon. No. That's called swingers. When you I'm take another couple Bro. on your honeymoon, you're a swinger. Years ago, I remember um, Brenneman's dad telling Marty told me that, uh, and it's basically a buddy moon that Johnny Bench had a cru- went on a cruise and invited had a bunch of people go on after he got married, right. like the second or third time. That's a floating party. Yeah, that's not you. That's and a one little dude. different than you and Billy and wives <laughs> rolling out first buddy moon. So I can't hang out with you right now. I'm on my honeymoon. But it's our buddy moon. I got a tea time. <laughs> would you third wheel a buddy moon? No. Yeah, you would. For Hawaii? Yes. Billy wants no, to I take would. you. You no, would, would absolutely. No way. You would 100%. Hey, we want to take you along on our honeymoon. We're paying. You're going. Nope. You are going to golf in Hawaii with a dude who's paying for it. I know you. I know you. Not you on would, a buddy moon. You would go on a buddy and moon. And I wouldn't. Wouldn't let that happen. Lies. You would 100% go if somebody took you on a buddy moon to a beautiful location and they foot the bill. Depends on the situation. No, I wouldn't let them. Like, no, I just want to do this. No. If it was part of their honeymoon that they could bring a friend, you'd be the friend. And the wife gets to bring a friend. I'm going. And his name is Carl. I'm out. And you know, No, you're not. You wouldn't bone the wife's friend on a buddy move. <laughs> yeah. This lady, Cynthia Kelly, is suing the Hershey Company over the uh, oh. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That was during Halloween. It was the pumpkin well, cause on the version. On the package, it had a pumpkin face on it. Yes, my uh, jack-o'-lantern. But you open it up, there is no face. There is no face. And she, she wants $5 million. That. That's right. How big is she? Oh, Don't have a picture of her. You know she's a house. <laughs> she's a monster. Damn manatee. Finally, congratulations to uh, French pizza chef Benoit Brule. Balls. Almost. And Fabian Montalanico. Nope. Montalanico. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> they made a pizza with over 1,000 different cheeses on it. Previous record was 254. 
It's not that big, but uh, you can see. They, and you're disappointed in it. Of course he <laughs> is. It's not that big. It's a tiny pizza. I think a thousand cheeses <laughs> on personal put... pan pizzas? Come on. What the heck are you talking about? A thousand cheese, one strand per. <laughs> Trip would love this one. 940 French cheeses and 61 from yeah. other parts of the world. It, it, just because you like cheese doesn't mean you want all of them in one bite. <laughs> that looks terrible. Oh my so, god, that's awful. There it is. It's it's little, you know, it's not small, but it's a, like it's a mound of This case is perfect match for Brady as if Rico Blaze was the other guy on the buddy moon. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's bringing her friend Rico Blaze. Mm, cuz then you would get laid cuz you'd be that little chubby girl he likes, little fat white lady. All right. I'm not Double doing B. it. Not doing it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh yeah, got a couple of radio videos. Oh yeah. <laughs> First day. First day. He's not familiar with the template. First one is... I don't remember. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's the guy fishing. Okay. And he gets shocked. He gets shocked? He's on... Yeah, it's electricity. Oh, it he's looks on like AstroTurf yeah. on a cliff. He's trolling along the side, and he doesn't see the power line. Oh, he walks into a power oh, line. Oh, man. Shocked. First and foremost, why is there... Hold on. Why is there a four-foot high power line on a on an AstroTurf walkway? So I, I was looking at it a couple of times. I'm wondering if it was the line that was in the water or something that, that hit. Why is there a green belt... With yeah, four foot his power body lines. Is, ooh, his hot, body goes over and hot. touches them. Hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, there's embers still flying. Where is it? Where? Oh, there. I see the line I now. don't. Oh, he's got the pole. Oh! Then. <laughs> I mean, he's immediately well done. Oh. And nobody oh. reacts, really. That guy must have something on the line. And then he goes back and touches his hot, hot friend. Is that death? Is the thing in the black robe death? Yeah, that's what I was looking at, too. It looks. Oh, no, that's just that dude's smoke going it's out. It's yeah. death cape. Uh, why? I wouldn't go over there. The dude. Oh, hot, oh, hot, hot, hot friend. Hot friend. Hot, hot. It's like a McDonald's apple oh, pie. Power lines are still there. I'm not even going near them. What, what, what is your problem? It's already dead. Who cares? It's definitely a, an OSHA violation. Yeah. Wow. All right. Next one's a guy hot dogging on a tractor in a dump of a country. This looks like something. This is India. Oh, yeah. This looks like something Afghanistan would laugh at. Oh, he's in a he's doing donuts in a tractor. Oh, yes. The tractor rolls over on top of the driver because he's doing donuts. Big wheel. Oh, oh. oh fast and furious. Oh. Squirts everything out of him. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't run towards More that time. either. And Brady's oh. stepping it up here. Oh, squishies. <laughs> well, my favorite part so far is all of Brady's videos have uh, English comments. They're no longer. Muhammad related. This is a quick one. This was a, a New Year's celebration, and the girl decides to jump up and straddle a guy at the bar. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Well, yeah. That, they should drop her glove, too. He's like, oh, you can't hold me up. Oh, well, yeah. And she just leaves the scene. <laughs> yeah, well, I would, too. He just broke his spine <laughs> He's again. He's squirming on the... That's the second worst fall that guy's ever had. She acts like it's his fault. Oh, man. That's She's not good that stuff. big, either. No. no. Well, he's got... Very little foundation. <laughs> you don't want to get him top-heavy. There's not a lot of pushback from the hey. foot. Come on, man. <laughs> How about his bros, though? Look at him picking him up. <laughs> Maybe. Now, looking at the video again, the way she runs away, oh, yeah. I think 
her friend said, 100 bucks if you get that guy out of his chair. <laughs> he's worried. <laughs> I don't hey, think she's worried. Bitch. I think she's going to get her money. <laughs> Look at that Look face. at how fast she gets up to collect her 100 I guarantee you she's going she for money. pissed off. Yeah. No, she's getting her hundred dollars, Brady. It's because Alex's chair couldn't hold it. Yeah, <laughs> right on over. Hundred bucks says you can't get the Shriners kid on the floor. Nailed it. Where's my hundred bucks? I told you I could do it. <laughs> Jesus, she just threw him out. Homie needed a seatbelt for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled that man right out of his now chair. Somebody and says, off, and then the person, yeah. "This is why I hate." People. Someone comments, "This is why I hate people." Yeah. Why? Because. Uh, Guy in a wheelchair can't get dry humped at a New Year's Eve party. Right. Sometimes accidents or be happen. Part of a joke. If he was standing on two feet and they fell down, you wouldn't be saying that. Right. Dry hump a guy in a wheelchair. He deserves it as much as anybody. And it is sort of funny to watch. All right, Brett. All right. I hope this happened to a few of the morons uh, over New Year's Eve. <laughs> okay. Oh, is this fireworks? Yeah, but oh, it's, it's just, just, be a just fireworks being an idiot. Fireworks. Ah! Oh, he's holding it. He's holding it in his mouth, right? Oh, he's yeah. got it in front of the. Oh, please face this ginger. Oh, burn him up! Look at Ed Sheeran is just taking it. Oh, oh no! Turn his face bright red too. <laughs> ginger, die, die! Oh, I hate the fireworks people. Uh, here's a high speed uh, bike theft. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, oh, that noise. Over that was the a good railroad track. Oh. Wait a minute. What's then there's another one Another dropped. guy just laying on the ground. That guy. Oh, we're running over to the body. Hundreds of feet from where we first saw the speeding accident. We ran into the back of a parked car. And he flew some more. Are we getting... Oh, oh there was his helmet. Him? There was just his head. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. And uh, I think I was going 1,000 miles an hour. We can end with this one here. Okay. Ugh. Another surveillance. Oh, guy got clipped yep. on his motorcycle. Is that a leg? What am I seeing? Second no, keep follow-up. Oh, another follow guy. Up. We'll find that. Different angle. Oh. oh! He's stuck in the bumper. Oh! Nice Adidas. It's a leg. His leg is stuck in the bumper. The guy with an AR-15 is guarding it. <laughs> Two guys. The police aren't messing around there. Oh, that is. Wow. That's a. Uh, wow. It looks like that Arby's lady. Oh, so look, it just yikes. ripped the whole leg off bone. Wow, and wow Brett. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to be able to play with Sam. I heard Friday's going to be worse. Wow. Happy New Year. Heard you're out this season. Yeah. If Christy and Troy Hayden wanted a buddy moon to a zoo in like Tanzania, you'd have run, maybe, you'd have run to that. You're a you'd buddy be on Expedia guy. right now booking a yep. flight. You're a buddy moon guy. And I know this only because when Larry tried as hard as he could to get a porn star's phone number, Brady Buddy Moon vet too. Why don't you hand it to me too? Just let's get. I'm going to take you out for some ribs. He was just trying to get promotion to get BB Jones. To that show was up my stepmom. Which is such a dirty thing for you to do to invite yeah. a porn star to your restaurant. Why don't you give me that number too? I'm going to get you set up with some pork. Get you porked. <laughs> oh, Poor Larry took all the courage. He had every intention of doing it right, and, and then it just, just became. Down and walked away. Let me buddy moon this real quick. If you're giving him a number, you can give me one too. It's meaningless once it's doubled. <laughs> and you're right, Larry probably wasn't going to do much with it, but you still could have given him the platform. Stayed off his plate. That's all it was. Oh, you'd buddy moon, Brady. 
People are suggesting who he should buddy moon with. <laughs> Gay Leno is a good one. I would like to see that as well. Man, a little gay wedding, man, Brady. I'd like you to buddy moon with me. Sure. You've got a lot of cool old cars. You'd buddy Check moon. out the car collection, yeah. And you wouldn't tell us it's a buddy moon. And then we're like, wait a minute. And we'd find out you years later. Wait a second. Hold on. You went on... Where did you go with the, like? Yeah, you got married, and then they went to Tahiti, and I went with. That's a honeymoon. Well, them. Like, what are you doing there, though? He asked me to go. Friends, good buddies. You don't tag along on somebody's honeymoon. If and by the way, wife, if you've got a husband that wants to bring a friend, you've married a gay man. That's I hate to break it to you, but there's nobody who wants their buddy there. The last thing I want is another person I'm responsible for. for like, all right, I got to go hang out with this idiot for a little while. What time's dinner? Are you guys going to be done with 69 by 5? Because I get hungry about 5. Come on, it's our buddy moon. Beat the crowd. Buddy moon. Buddy moon and baby moons. Baby moon's another one. You married a crazy woman that's going to spend all your money if you've got a baby moon. If she forces you into a baby moon, make her a single mother immediately. Just what she's announcing is, I'm done with you. When this comes out, you're the donor. You just go to work and provide the money. This is my most important thing now from here on out. Because she's saying goodbye to you. That's what a baby moon is. Goodbye. This is our last trip before I become an, an unnormal with high-waisted jeans. What happened to you after the baby moon? The high-waisted jeans and big sweaters and those glad you cut your hair? Well, I'm a mom now, and I don't care about what you like. Oh. Baby moon. Uh, it's 834. Thanks, big Montana. <laughs> like that severed leg sitting on a bumper. Get out of my house. I think it's okay to whack somebody in the head with a dildo if they, if they call you a limp dick within seconds of you finishing. Nice job, limp dick. Hey, 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 I can hear you. Yeah, good. Knowing the guy's background... Yeah. Not a smart movie. No. You don't bang an ex-con and make fun of Just his performance. Just Yeah. No, he probably was ramped up for the event. All right, limp dick. You got two minutes. Clean this mess up and get out. You're getting hit in the head with a dildo. That is justified. That's justified homicide, I think. Uh, there goes your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. No, uh, I gotta tell we you know, another thing that I want to get involved in this year, because their arms are wide open and they love and love, and I've been waiting for them to love and love for a while. Those coyotes are playing pretty well. And uh, they're wanting us to be part of their stuff. So we're going to do uh, something tomorrow. If you want to go over there, KUPD is going to be over at the Mullet Arena. Still haven't been there. You got to go. We're going next week. Um, we're all On the 11th, we're all going. Okay. They're going to do this awesome thing where they're helping out and letting us pick the charity that the 50-50 raffle goes to. And it's going to be awesome. So that's next. I think that's the 11th. But this week, we got tickets. Uh, we're going to give away a little later uh, today or tomorrow, probably. Uh, Mullet Arena, we're going to be out there from 5 to 7 o'clock, come out and hang out. They're playing the New York Islanders, and then uh, they got ticket, Creed tickets, Tool tickets. We're giving all sorts of stuff away while we're out there. But the Coyotes are playing pretty well, and nobody gives them any love, and nobody gives them any push. And I've been as guilty as anybody as not paying attention to them. 
for the longest time, but there's something going on over there that people aren't paying attention to because uh, they finally kind of, you know, started to seem to have stable management and uh, stable ownership. We'll see. We've thought this before. Not really, actually. We haven't really thought this before, but <laughs> we, 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 we've hoped it before. I think there actually may be something going on where the Coyotes can get saved. The problem's going to be the arena and all the other stuff. But if I'm telling you right now, as a sports fan... Whether you're, you've been, and that's one of the biggest reasons I want to get involved. I know this mullet center thing isn't going to last for another year or two. It can't. This is a temporary deal. And I'm actually, I went last year, like, rolling my eyes going, Ugh. and I sat in that place and watched a professional sporting event in what was the slap shot barn with 5,000 people max, and I've never experienced a pro sporting event like that in my life. It's something they would do as like a a promotion like field of dreams like you don't get you know when uh, professional baseball teams play in spring training sites for real games yeah it's small venues it's it's this it's like your private it is it's private what, it, game it's exactly what it feels like and it's and it's happening all the time and you don't get to see that anymore and and it's there's two sides for me with the coyotes problem it's the most exciting sport to watch live and I'm not a huge hockey fan, but it is the most exciting sport to go to live. In this setting, it's mind-blowing to look down and see the New York Islanders, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Boston Bruins, the Kings, the, you know, the, the Canadians, the, the Leafs, the, the traditional teams of hockey that have been around forever. Playing in front of you, like Brady said, like it's a private show in, in an arena that is, it is unbelievable for the fan experience. And we as fans are getting screwed constantly. And I mean constantly by our sports teams. Uh, just one nickel and dime thing after another without the experience being anything more than it is anywhere else. It's a unique thing. The flip side of that is it's also an embarrassment. It's also a shining, glaring embarrassment on why the city can't get together and put this team in a decent professional arena. But while they're not in that decent professional arena, they're in a really nice small arena that changes the way you watch the game. If you don't like hockey or you're on the fence about it, you're going to love it there. It'll it'll show, it's just like when I used to go to Roadrunner. Did you ever used to do Roadrunner games? Yeah, back way in back. the 80s yeah, and early yeah, 90s. Yeah. Oh, in the 80s it was the best thing in the world. Tons of fights too. Oh, they Great. fought and the, and you could get 8 bucks got you in. You could walk right to the glass and general admission, they didn't care. Everybody paid the same and you ended up where you ended up. It was amazing. And then, you know, in the 90s, it got a little weird because they started to charge. And again, hey, there's a demand for this. Let's start changing it. Uh, but this is as good as it gets, and it makes Isn't that you where we the did game. the wing eating that I did that? No, that was a Coyotes game. Was that the Coyotes? Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It's, it, I mean, maybe that was basketball. I don't think so. We didn't do any Roadrunner stuff. They didn't. They didn't have to pay for anything. They didn't care to. But it was, man. That, that was, was a Coliseum still, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That was, and that. Dirt pile coliseum, which I still don't understand that. Why is the city of Phoenix so hell-bent on not fixing up the coliseum and giving it to the Coyotes? It's the hood around there. Nobody wants Uh, to. It's Encanto. It is not the hood. Well, I mean, on one side it is, but there is three sides that are pretty hoodie. (laughs) Okay, there's nearby hood. Yes. Hood adjacent. Yeah, but there's so much activity going on around there. It's downtown. drive-bys. And and the reason why, yeah, but that used to be the hood where, you know, all those places are. It was the hood. And then they go in and it fixes things up. And and it also has a really 
like high-end section that can maybe bleed over and make well, the hood less... Uh, and it is centrally located, too, perfect. for the most part, yeah. I just don't get why that isn't an option. Well, what's wrong with the Coliseum to say... Maybe Parking, cost, good. Parking's amazing. Fine. <laughs> right. Uh, the, there's exits to the freeway. Yeah. You got roads that go back and forth. Uh, you know, it's an area that's dying to be, you know, bumped up a little bit. You got all that industry stuff you could tear down and put in restaurants and malls if you wanted to. But that thing's been sitting there. The Madhouse on McDowell's been sitting there for I don't know how long. It's just the fairgrounds and a place we count ballots when things go crazy. That was essentially all we've used it for. High school games and things like that. The Coliseum. It's got to be functional somehow as a hockey arena, right? It's probably there. Well, I mean, I don't know about Mullocks. I've been there, but it's probably no skyboxes, no box seats or anything like that. They did it to... They That's did it they to America at. West. They made that up to snuff. Yeah, so that was a dump, too, and they Maybe the numbers it. don't work there, but I find that hard to believe. I, I find it hard yeah. to believe when an arena costs seven or $800 million to build, and you could put $300 million into this thing and make it just fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting at a brand-new mullet center, which wasn't cheap, and it's only 5,000 seats. I, it just doesn't add up to me. That thing seems to be the one that you... you I don't know. I'm on a thing. But, but again, I, I we talked to... Uh, Tyson Nash, they still haven't done my idea, which is every time there's a goal, tug that horn, tug my horn. Tyson Nash needs to say that. He wants to. Yeah. Yeah, or, or just say, horn man, give it a tug. One of those. Just something that, you know, people, oh, he's dying to do it, but he was a little nervous by that. And then uh, it just doesn't make sense. But the Coyotes have a little something going on. They're winning. They're playing winning hockey. They're, I think they're, last time I checked, they were like 19, 14, and 2. They're Eight or nine points out of the, the – everybody's kind of jumbled up, but they're in it. And why they just don't – why the city can't get it together, and it's mainly their ownership. Hopefully the new owners can do it. But I'm, I'm all on board with this because if, if they do go away, don't let that experience of Mullet Center disappear. You're never seeing this again. Uh, unfo- we have to kind of you know make lemonades out of this big pile of dead lemons. And head on over there and watch professional sports in a barn. It's unreal. And I'm telling you from experience, it's like you don't get this experience. Again, every once in a while it creeps into your head while you're there. This is embarrassing. This shouldn't be happening. But take advantage of the fact that it is. Because you haven't seen hockey like this before. Could you imagine? I mean, this is the truth, too. Because you get you know the greatest players that have played the game running through this thing. It would. It's equivalent to having, uh, you know... Let's say Michael Jordan rolled through with the Suns, and they're like, we're going to play this one over here at a high, at school. A high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you would lose your mind at that experience, and that's kind of what's going on here. It's not even Wells Fargo Arena small. It's t- it is tiny. And you walk in, and you're like, you got to be kidding me. Like that arena we played, that uh, Dale Hellestray's basketball thing up there. Yeah. It was a, a basketball. Scottsdale. Beautiful. Some Scottsdale High School we played at. Had a cafeteria. And like it had concessions. Nice. Uh, it was a, like a mini campus. Uh, you had, and what did you have on there? Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, you, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Matt Quam, Williams, and Quam Bolden. I don't know and if Matt Quam. Williams wasn't there. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah. He wasn't playing. Oh, yeah, I covered him. You covered Matt Williams? Are yeah. you sure? Yep. I'm not so sure Matt Williams was actually. That's one I would have paid attention to. Either way, because I was watching, uh, you know, Bolden and. Why didn't Matt Williams go to dinner with us then? He had enough. <laughs> I think you may be misremembering this. No, I'm all on. right. Maybe he was. I don't remember that. I remember it was Mark Lewis. A lot of the news guys were there. But uh, it was 
people who saw that were like, I can't believe what I'm looking at here. There's NFL Hall of Fame. I remember talking to somebody in the crowd going, Kempton. I'm 10 feet away. And Kempton's not somebody you mentioned. <laughs> talking about Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith, you're bringing Kempton? <laughs> I mean, Kempton's nice. Tallest I liked, redhead I know. I liked him, but I mean, come on. So is it like going to see Metallica at the Celebrity Theater or something? Yes. I mean, is it- There's a great comp. Okay. If you could see, yeah, like when Tool played Marquee. Yeah. And they did, when Maynard did that thing over there, like, well, it's happening. That. You're not getting this anyway. So we're going to put you up and we're going to get this thing done. But take advantage of it. Because if they do have to move, and there is a strong possibility that if they don't get anything done soon. And hey, Indians, what's going on? We've been paying you pretty high dollars. I've been, I went to that casino over the break. Kick in. Let's throw now that the gambling thing's out of the question. Throw down an arena for this hockey. They're team. having a tough time between soccer and hockey. Yeah, they got the rising to deal with. <laughs> right, and let's do something worthwhile then. Ugh. Build that goddamn hockey stadium, one of these Indian casinos, and make it a thing. You guys will build it, and if you here the other thing, Indians, if you build it, a team will come. If it's not the Coyotes, somebody else will do it. Put an arena up there and have concerts. Well, you got the money. Do it. Somebody help them out. But, yeah, I'm telling you right now. Roll on over to that mullet center before this thing goes away. This is special. Take advantage of it. Yes, it's embarrassing. Yes, it shouldn't be happening. We all know the backstory. But while it is happening, you get to see the best players that have ever put skates on rolling around in front of 3,000, 4,000 people, and it is, it's mind-blowing. The worst seat in the house is 14 rows back. That's cool. It's insane. And then they have the standing room only thing at the end, which is just, it's all great. In fact, when they build the new arena, they should model it after this thing. The way it's built, like, on top of the ice. It's awesome. So, again, we'll get you out there. Tomorrow night we're going to be there. And then uh, next week, I think it is the 11th, uh, the morning sickness, we're going to roll over there. I'm going to have a, a night to just hang out with a bunch of folks, and we'll we'll put you in there. Trust me, this is, like you said, Metallica at the Mason Jar. Oh. Because it's it's not a small thing to see future Hall of Famers, superstars, yeah. all these you know. It's pretty awesome. So there I am. I'm off my soapbox. But Coliseum, Indians. I mean, come on. What are you doing? There's places, and they're close. They're not Glendale. They're not going to isolate. And Mesa's a nice thought, but it's going to isolate the Glendale people the same way Glendale isolated the Mesa people. Yeah, don't bring them over. Centralize it. <laughs> we don't want them driving over. <laughs> Keep yeah, those Glendale avenues. people over there. <laughs> yeah, you know your boundary. Oh, yeah. It's like when Foghorn Langhorn put that leash on the dog and he used to draw the line. It's called Central <laughs> Avenue. You guys don't go past it. I say, and say once you get in, once you see ST on a sign, that's streets. You're not allowed over there. <laughs> and we're not allowed in the AVEs and you're not allowed in the STs. It just works. I'm fine with it. It works. It's the way society is built. Oh, my gosh, it's Wednesday. That means we've got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Oh, yeah, uh, there you go. It's a tarantula. That one had us That's all cool. bouncing around in the room there. Hadn't heard that in a little while. I love that song. Zeitgeist is the album that comes off of, and that is... A spectacularly cool song, Tarantula. 
Uh, also, uh, we were just catching up on all the stuff that went on over the holidays and things that we haven't, I haven't been able to mouth off for a while. Uh, who the hell is Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and why is she something we care about? I had to read about this, but she's everywhere now. She's the one who just got out of jail for not killing her mom, who ended up having Munchausen's syndrome and diagnosing her with all sorts of things that ended up making the doctors like she was pulling out organs and things like that. She goes to jail. She gets out. And now all I read about is her having sex all the time. And she's weird looking. Like, I don't need to know that. Like, good for you. You're out of jail. But was there a documentary I missed about Gypsy Rose Blanchard? Or, like, I don't even know who it is. That's what I'm saying. It like came out of nowhere. Now she's all over the place. It's every time I turn on a news thing. Here's another one. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. My hubby gets it on every night. Take that, haters. I don't hate you. I don't know who you are. I hate that I just saw a picture of you and your husband who looks like a young John Madden and thought of you having sex. That's disgusting. Here's a guy having sex with an ex-condomite or might not have killed him out. Yeah, look at this dude. That's young John Madden if it's anything. Oh, man. Look at this. That's him. Here's a guy just to let you know that I got this crazy lady without a spleen that has sex with me all the time just fresh out of the joint. And it's a... Uh, so did they overturn her case? Well, yeah, they kicked her out of jail. She did eight years? The story's horrible. Like, if you read about her story, it's, it's... But I don't remember a documentary about her. And, like, it is all over the place. Like, she's everywhere. And also, uh, TMZ must be listening because yesterday I said that I, I think Ian Ziering was the one who started the fight with the moped gang. Yeah. And there's the story today. Uh, new footage says Ian Ziering starts... Yeah, he got out of the car and beat people up. The uh, referee from the Lions game was seen in the background, too. <laughs> was he? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> this would never work again. And I also noticed, and uh, no offense, ladies, but offense, that the uh, lady that was consulting with the head linesman uh, in that, you know, there was a woman ref that was in there that she's, she's been involved in a few messes in her time. You know how many, oh, there's where the confusion There's where the happened. problem is, there's a lady involved. <laughs> it's a fact. They're not as good at it. But yeah, the uh, this Gypsy Rose Blanchard thing—I don't know what it is. I have no clue. But I, every time I look, I'm like, "Why is this a thing?" And this strange little bird-faced lady in wigs and like all sorts of other stuff—they're all, all they're talking about is how that she's so sexually active with this Madden lookalike. I'm like, "Well, she's married him behind bars." Yeah. So, right, but that's, so what? Did he was he allowed visits? I don't know. But uh, is like, it making up for lost time? Well, there's plenty of people who have been, you know out of jail and they start having sex i don't know about it why do i have to see this it's weird uh, this guy says there was a show on hulu about her terrible mom wow. and this is where i lose it for like pop culture like you can't follow this stuff but, uh, plenty of people know about her i don't and now i've got to see her and young john madden and talking about sex i'm like <laughs> i liked when news used to be in a paper and i could skip stuff like why is this being why is this an alert I got an alert over the holidays. Gypsy Rose Blanchard released from prison. And I'm like, ah, am I in danger? Oh, no, wait. Just some little bird-faced lady that probably justified in killing her mom if you read about her mom. Her mom was Tortured her. torturing her for years on end. And, like, removing body parts and stuff and having doctors in on it. It's horrible. But she killed her or didn't or tried to. Went to jail for eight years. I'm like, all right. Get, it's kind of like the lady that got hit in the head with a dildo a few times after telling the guy he had a limp dick after sex. Eh, 
Them's the risks you take when you rattle your trap in the wrong spot. <laughs> I'm not for uh, hitting people, or I'm an adult. You didn't. But you start calling me limp dick <laughs> right after bed. You be king dong right across the face, <laughs> and that <laughs> goes back to my original talk this morning. We've we've been handed blunt objects to kill people with by our company. These eight pound weights, and you call a man limp dick right after he's tried to please you. There's a chance he might not be the most stable individual. You keep that to yourself and then tell your friends later and you ghost him. That's the American way to do things. You don't just, nobody really wants honesty. Your wife never really wants to know if she looks fat in those pants. Yes. If you think you look fat in the pants, you probably do. You're putting it on me. You looked in the mirror and said, huh, I think I might look fat in these. Let's make uh, my insecurity his problem. Do I look fat in these? And then we either lie or tell you the truth. And either way, we're screwed. Ladies, we appreciate you faking it, faking orgasms. I, I got no problem with that. Yeah. That's up to you. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're the one. You're in charge of that operation. I'm doing my part. I put slot A and slot B. I get the job done. If it's not good enough for you, it's up to you to stick around or leave. Nothing worse There's than There's always a, suge- a suggestion box to put in there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. There's a suggestion yeah. box, and I stuff it. <laughs> I suggest you keep your mouth shut. Or open. Depends on what I'm up to. Man, if you don't like it, calling a guy a limp dick's not the answer. Yeah, I don't know who this Gypsy Rose Blanchard lady is, but she's everywhere. And evidently her and young John Madden are very amorous. Hey, Gypsy Rose, I haven't seen you for a little while. How about you ride this thing, reverse cowgirl, for a little bit? Okay. I'll just call TMZ and let them know we're doing it. I don't think I need to know that. Uh, Rock Wars is back. Did I win the entire you year? Did. I sure did, yeah. didn't I? So I will pick. Avenged. And I believe I get to pick the new rules and new bets. Yeah. Because as it stands right now, Brady has to have 6 9 with the sex doll that we still have to order. <laughs> Brett has to order it. That yeah. was your punishment. Yep. And look at him. He's guzzling water. The nerves kick in every time we break. I should have told that to Bunny while she was at the house. You know what your son's got to do in a couple months? Oh, no. So he's got to take the sex doll and have public uh, play. <laughs> Hopefully at a uh, at a U-Fest. But wherever we do it, we'll figure it out. And we'll definitely have that. That was last year's play. I dodged having to go to Kirby's recitals, which is huge. Uh, we'll have the bets. We'll have everything straightened out right in front of us. We'll take suggestions, too. Uh, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. We can throw the bets out there. Uh, for this year, what everybody has. And then the new rules, which will apply because I won. Which I like What was the rule last year? I don't even remember. What do you mean? Oh, that was just the bets. We just did the new bets. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know if we threw a rule in or not. Yeah, some people have had suggestions on some things, which is pretty interesting. I may apply them. I may not. As commissioner of this year's league for Rock Wars, we'll All find right, out. Goodell. I'll have a topic, and I'll have the new uh, guidelines for Rock Wars coming up next. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It is uh, just about the time for Rock Wars. Now, my suggestions for bets. We have last year's bets in front of me. And, of course, Brady had to do what was uh, written down as Yum Yum with a sex doll at U-Fest. Brett had to pay for the sex doll. $1,000 if he loses otherwise. And I had the weeks of rehearsal. Uh, My suggestions this year, I have, this is rule number one for Rock Wars 2024. It's not an individual's bet. That way it cannot 
sway the voting, as it did sort of yeah, last that did, year. That did do that last year. We now have suggestions in a pile as the year wears on that go into the Rock Wars bet hat. The loser of Rock Wars at the end of the year draws from the hat one of the suggestions. Kind of like we do band names at the end of the year. We'll have a hat full of things. There's the Rock Wars bet. Brady has to do this. John has to do that. Brett has to do that. Uh, right now, a list that has been compiled just in these last few minutes of people's suggestions. Has to march in the gay pride parade wearing an outfit chosen by the winner. Oh, I like that because I can see Brett in those jean shorts right now. Uh, this one would be has to do a body shot off of the other guys every day for a week. So that would be you and I. No, it's yeah, not I know, that's, yeah, we're getting off easy. We're getting off easy. I know, but it's still like. Has to grow their even hair. Even the winner isn't going to like that. No haircuts for a year. That's terrifying for me. That's a bad one. Uh, this one is, uh, has to wear a dress to wear a dress as a woman. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, what are the other ones I have? Oh, um, four front row WNBA season tickets. <laughs> oh, geez. I think that's the worst Attending so far. the WNBA season tickets. Ooh, Ooh that's, and good news is it's only like 18 games. 18? Uh, that's still a lot. I'm with Brady on this one. This one's specifically for Brett. Dress as an Indian chief and protest the Italian-American center in front of the Columbus statue. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> nope, out. Just stand in, How about just stand in front of Columbus dressed as an Indian? Nope. And we'll take a picture of it. And that's all it. Right. That's all you got to do. Okay. Not <laughs> but it goes on the website. No, because, no, I'm going to get killed. Yeah. No, not doing that's it. That's cancellation. I'm out. You won't get killed. All right. Yeah, I will. The other one for Brett, uh, you had to eat a bottle of Prego or Ragu every day in front of us for two weeks. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> but we can put them in hats as they come through, you know, and say, all right, there's a thing. Drop it off. Put it in the hat. And then at the end of the year, the loser has to dip in and go, oh, crap. And then we'll have a set. We'll have a we'll tear it like these are the really bad ones. That's for the loser. Second place would be something like, you know, it does a body shot off of Brady. Yeah, but even the winner may not like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would. I'm doing. No, look at your yeah. face. You get a little belly button body shot. And you're gonna <laughs> suck a little fireball out of that tummy of hair. Come on, that's a win for you. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hernia on purpose, so you can't like fill that up that button. That button. Uh, and go back to the old thing. The guy said vibrating butt plug live on the air. <laughs> Do a show with a butt plug <laughs> that we control the vibrations of. <laughs> Put it in the hat. So as it goes, we can do that. I, the one that scares me the most is no no haircut for a year. Can't shave my head for a whole year. Oh, horrifying. That makes 2025 a nightmare for me. I mean, the first month or so wouldn't be so bad. February rolls and I look like I've got a molting. And then by March, it's just the worst thing you could ever imagine. Be curious to see how it would grow out. By August, you'd be miserable. Eight months of no haircuts with oh. with your hairline and my hairline. Oh, no thanks. We'd look Terrible. Oh, be terrible. Terrible. Oh. So we've got the suggestions. They're out there. There's a bunch of them. I, I really enjoy. Oh, if Brady loses, has to get publicly drunk. But if we don't have, if we don't have the, uh, you know, if there's nobody it's specifically designed to nail, then the votes won't go that way. Yeah, be a vegan for a month. 
I don't think any of us want that. I know one Brady's guy more gonna, than that. Brady's not going to play. But, but Or then we put a price tag on it. All right, if you don't want to do it, it's $500 to buy your way out of it. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I like that. And then it goes yeah. to charity. Then you can buy your way out of it. We'll put it towards a charity or a person's choice. I like that, yeah. Then it's $1,000 because we're going to make it worth something. Yeah. Make it sting. Where Brady would rather even look at him. <laughs> He's already cutting a check. Jesus, i got to talk to my financier. It could be a thing. So those are the rules that we're setting. The other rule for the game I want to put on there this year is you cannot use the same van twice in a year. The whole year, you cannot double down with a band. So you come up with 52 different bands? Well, we don't well, do 52, not, yeah, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every, every week, you cannot. Now, somebody else can use that band. Like if you used uh, you know corn one week, Brady could use it the next week or a, a later on. Like everybody's entitled to every band once. Okay. That's it. And yes, like Audio Slave and Soundgarden are different bands. Right. Okay. But yeah, that kind of thing. So if it's the you cannot use, that's my one add to this year. You cannot use the same band two times in a row or two times at all. Ooh, you're going to have problems. No Petrus a couple times. Kim Petrus, if she puts out a new album, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to have to choose wisely, my friend. And that helps out. And again, the same rules of like winner gets to pick the week and everything else. And if anybody else wants to throw in their suggestions as they come in, highly suggest that. I like standing in front of the Italian American Center, uh, flipping off Columbus. Dressed I'll, as I'll an cut Indian. you a check right now. <laughs> You'd do a thousand bucks before you'd stand in front of Columbus with your yep. finger up. Yep. Why? Nobody's going to. My know. life is worth more than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they wouldn't kill you. Yes, for that. they would. No, they would. Yes, they would. Well, they even killed me, and I've said Columbus is a fraud the entire time. <laughs> Still wanted to include... Then somebody suggested babysitting services. I don't think the listeners want to do that. There's a few idiots out there that would. Drop your kids off with us. I'll just go drinking with them. <laughs> you, know, you want to drop your... Okay. Go the tap dragon. <laughs> Take your kid to the tap dragon. Uh, I like the dressing. As a, like you have to wear a dress to work for a while. And the winner gets to pick the outfits. I like that. The gay pride parade march is pretty solid. That's good stuff. I like that. Are we in accord? We all have a... Sure. You don't like Sure. It. not a fan of... Well, you've got your thing all lined up here for the next couple months anyway. you got to start thinking about your deal. Pretty good. And the, the suggestions keep rolling in. How about a bikini lap dance for everyone on the show? <laughs> yep. Put it in the hat. I'll write that one down. Tease. That's funny. Anything? You guys have anything? Anything you want to add? Not a fan. No? Yeah, I'm so sure it'll come as we go. All right. Nothing on your world? Hmm. <laughs> no? He's blanking. He's still thinking about what he's going to end up doing. Now he's keep thinking in mind, about no meat for a year. Keep in mind that the thing you choose may be the thing you end up doing. Because it's random. Coconut shake. Oh. $1,000. <laughs> I'd rape Columbus before I'd do that. I would fit, I would go to jail before I'd eat a coconut shake. You, yeah, you want me to commit a crime? I'd rob a bank before i drink a coconut shake. <laughs> Loser has to go to a WNBA game dressed as Vladimir Putin. <laughs> That's from Alex. Nice job, Alex. That's solid. Brady, oh, 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 full access to John's bathroom. 
The office bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh. Ooh, oh, you know he's going to oh, rust butt his way right in there. I have a sign in my bathroom that says no rust butt, but if you get full access to it. Oh, how about this? Going in dirty. You've got to be uh, the one of the guys. Well, it wouldn't matter so much for me. It would be a good win for you guys. Uh, you have to be our flusher. Now I have to flush your after, man, after your after. Oof. Into the witch's brew. You gotta wander in. That way you'd start dumping at work all the time. Oh, he'd he'd go get pizza right before yeah. he came in. Oh, and he'd be piling in the the liquids. Lady Dulk. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dulk elects up. Rock it in. <laughs> Somebody suggested you can't shower after taking a dump. Thousand dollars. <laughs> Rape Columbus. Commit a crime. Uh this one says, keep in mind, Brett, you get mad at the Petrus. You can't reuse an artist. Bye-bye, old blue eyes. That's fine. And one time. I'll save them for right. a save special for occasion. A very special occasion. Yeah, the people are all in on it. Uh, John has to go sit at Postino's both Friday and Saturday nights in Gilbert for at least three hours and make friends with Gilbert moms. <laughs> I have to go to Gilbert at all. Thousand bucks. <laughs> That's not so bad. Yes, it is. Have Brady order pizza for anyone who's lost a loved one recently. Because <laughs> he used to do that in college. Uh, oh, this isn't bad. Loser gets a weekend stay at the worst hotel in Tucson. That's not oh, bad. man. That's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, man. Sending me to Tucson is like, that's terrible. He said, you can't buy, this guy brings up a good point. He says, you can't buy your way out. This one says, you rich homo F-words will just pay the 500 bucks and buy your way out of jail. All right. Uh, well, well, no no, buying your way we're out. not all rich on this show. <laughs> all right. All right. Then Brett has to pay 10000 John has to stay at uh, the <laughs> El Cortez instead of the Aria. <laughs> oh, God. A night at the El Cortez. Oof. You can dodge that just by not being in the room. Just walk the streets. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, Brett has to eat a pizza with pineapple on it and oh, ragu sauce. God, made by Brady so and John. Bad. I like that one. A ragu a good one. pineapple and a ragu pineapple pizza for Brett. You got to devour it. That's terrible. That's awesome. Some of these are great. Some are pretty easy. We'll see. Potluck every day. A potluck item, John. Or any of us has to eat. Yeah, but then you got to get other people involved. Like somebody's got to bring you food, and you have to eat it from their house. But then that's encouraging poisoning. I can't do that. That's not healthy. There's one right there for no, me. No, no. Like the-, the Rock Wars rules could be. This could be twisted. <laughs> Dresses Donald Trump with a sign that says "Grab her by the P" at a WNBA game. You guys, you guys <laughs> want this WNBA thing more than anything. WNBA is going to have to be involved somehow in our lost a bet. But we'll see. Uh, John loses. He has to uh, have an on-air conversation and apologize to his sister. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Uh, No, we can't do that one. No Hamas involved. Uh, Ooh, kind of aimed at Brady, but it would be great. Can't make one new friend all year. I don't know how we could. Uh, we couldn't control, we couldn't control that. that yeah. Can't initiate conversation with somebody. A dominatrix outfit publicly. That would be pretty good to dress as a dominatrix publicly for a couple of events. I, it all just stems back to you. They, like, they like watching you. But they, well, you could win. And then I'll wander around in the dominatrix outfit. It wouldn't be so bad. 
You'd enjoy that. Doesn't bother me. Brett has to go to Maryville and sell elote in a cart wearing a sombrero. <laughs> I like that one. That's dangerous. Oh, man. Overnight, Brett. Vacuum. Overnight in Maryville Oof. for any of us. Oh. Loser has to Slumber dress as a little schoolboy outfit and stand at Father Dale's house. Hang out just as a little boy at the church. Oh. You can't, you can't you know, shave your face. There's a lot of those, too. Well, we'll get into it. Anyway, we've got John, the- John has to stay at the Excalibur and eat their buffet. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. So don't make Brady in charge of your bathroom because Brady would eat at Phyllis Squirtos all day. And somebody said Brady gets drunk and gives a tour of the the, uh, the world wildlife. The with, zoo. Yeah, he has to take some people backstage. <laughs> Hippopotamus. Brady has to wear a shock collar for a week giving his reports, and you guys get to shock Every him. Every time he messes up a word, yep. I like that. Put that one on the list. <laughs> shock collar Brady's a good one. I have to, that's a good one. Says John, you have to host a potluck at your house for once a month for the whole year. Ugh. Ugh. You have to eat at Guy Fieri's every day for a week. I die. I Guy Fieri's coming up quite a bit. Die for I would die of starvation. John, you have to take Guy Fieri on a date for food and drinks. Ah, uh, well, I, I could do that, and then he'd be like, "What are we eating?" I'm like delicious food. You've never had it, <laughs> man. All right. That's a rough one. And then one guy just said paychecks. Loser forfeits a paycheck. That isn't a bad one. That's a kick in the nuts. I'll pay a thousand. No, no, no. There's no getting out of it. There's no getting out of it. I can't afford to do that. The paychecks. Man, oh, man. That's a toughie. Good Christ. I don't want to put that one in there. It would hurt Brett too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, loser has to eat one of Toledo's Apolingus apples. <laughs> We've already had We've that. We've already had that's that. Bad. I mean, that's, that's still done, a, that's done a it. fate. That's a terrible fate. <laughs> what? This one says a uh, loser has to go skiing live on the air every Friday. That means give you guys hand jobs the whole... No way. No. John has to host Into the Pit for a month. Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> Here's another pile of garbage. <laughs> anyway. We'll get to a Rock Wars topic song next week. This was the uh, the meeting for Rock Wars this week, since we're running that. We'll kick off Rock Wars next week. But this is the this is it. People want me to eat a pit turkey. Uh, <laughs> hey, easy. Yeah, that, for you that's simple. For me, that would be like I like this one. Brady has to do play by play of a Pornhub video wearing John's Oculus. Oh, that's solid. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty good. She's stuck in a dryer. And we'll fly his mom in for it. Oh. <laughs> we'll fly Bunny in. Brady has to get in his underwear, put the Oculus the on, and you have to describe what you're seeing to your mother. <laughs> ah. Oh, God. And you're in your little boxer short, so it gets even worse. That Man. Swap salaries for one month is a pretty solid, strong one. That would be tough stuff. Anyway. Uh, it's 9.50. Those are the rules for Rock Wars. Very worried. But if you guys have suggestions, that's this year's new thing. As the year wears on, you come up with something, we put it in the hat. John has to eat a dozen tamales. I could do it. I don't say I hate tamales. I just don't think it's a present. They're not that good. They're all right. 
that wouldn't be a punishment. I don't want to do it, but it's not something I've, I've eaten a tamale and said, thanks, before. It's tolerable. It's just not a present, and they're not that big a deal. If they were, we'd be tossing them out like right. Coat it in salsa. Tamale? Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it's a wet sock. <laughs> Loser has to blow Toledo's Africa elbow. <laughs> it's better than it used to be. It's not as bad as it once was. Anyway, all right, we'll keep them coming. We'll, we'll pop them in the hat. And our Rock Wars, uh, the rules have been set. So next week when it begins, we all know. We've got it. It's out of a hat. Nobody can be targeted like I was for a while last year. And then, of course, Brady's sex doll became kind of a... People swung on that one and started to want to see that. And you're going to. Definitely going to see that. I like this. Man, it's coming. Oh, the losers have to wipe the winner's butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible for everybody. That is disgusting. And it's in the hat. So we're going to go with that. We've got an entertainment drill coming up in just moments. Rock Wars will kick off next Wednesday. Get ready. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's some gem suggestions coming in. Maybe this is gonna this might backfire on us, gentlemen. But this one I love. This one I love. This I actually am rooting for. So if the if it gets drawn, whoever loses, it's it's specific. That's three times. So if if this one were to get drawn and you lose Rock Wars, if I picked it, you have to see one of these three bands three times in the year. So you got to travel for it. I was suggested as three eleven. <laughs> Brad, of course, his hatred for Green Day is... Oh, oh wow. And they're you got to travel down. and buy tickets to Green Day. Brady gets off easiest on cost, but misery in trying to find these shows. Brady has to go see Funeral Vomit thrice in one year. <laughs> but I'd want to go to see that just to witness him. <laughs> to watch yes, Brady. we all would. And you gotta, and you got to take pictures of the beginning and then video at the end going, thanks for coming. You have to stay for the whole show. <laughs> you got to post a video. I know. God damn it! I'm stressing too. You have to Joe stay three times. In all of them. He's, stra- he's struggling. Those are two and a half hour shows. It's going to be double. He's got to take curb derbs. He's got to take curb derbs, and not only that, he's got to he's got to fly yep. or drive. You can pick one up in in town. I'm sure they'll. I don't know. It's three eleven. Because Green Day is going to be in town, but that'll not next year. They won't. So you got to oh, find them on oh, a tour, right. right? Yeah, that's right. Green I like an that expensive show too. This I sucks. Know. Yeah, you're getting. He's going to get off you, for like ninety nine cents over here. Oh, I'm not paying for tickets. Oh, <laughs> uh, there it is. So you got to try to figure favorite. that out. Good luck yeah, finding a record yeah, label. I'll, figure away, I'll yeah. trade something. Hey, Marcus Mang, how you doing? It's Brady. Remember me? <laughs> Marcus, you're not allowed Brady's to take calls from Brady. Marcus, <laughs> don't pick up the phone when Brady cups some funeral vomit seats. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. What was the other one? Cattle decapitation. Oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, those are things. And that. there was another one from a C-word. There's a few of those. Yeah. That was a song, wasn't it? Or well, there was, was that too, but there's anal C word and oh. uh, something from a nun C word. <laughs> Horrible. Nun what? Nun slaughter. 
Nunslaughter. Nunslaughter. John, make a list of bands. And that way, because if 311 or Green Day aren't touring, or Funeral Vomit is busy. Posted on Boss Sauce. Here I (laughs) am at Nunslaughter. All your Boss Sauce (laughs) has to have a picture of Funeral Vomit. Or something. We have to change the, the label. The band in yeah. full makeup has holding some sauce, sauce models. Brought to you by Funeral Vomit. Something on the sauce. <laughs> These are good. You guys are good. How long are we going to take uh, suggestions? Because once oh. the podcast goes up, they'll start flooding. All again. year. All year? Yeah, it's okay. just nonstop. It's just we'll like just, when we come I'll up with something. Oh, that'd be a good one for I'll the bring jar. In a jar right. and we'll just keep dropping them in, in there. Yeah, I, I, and the other one was full body waxing, eyebrows, Whoa. everything. And that's tough for Brett. You got to shave his head and then pull it's it impossible. off. Impossible. Waxing well, with Brett. Well, it'll be back in an hour. Yeah. But yeah. But still, no eyebrows. And for you, I was there the, full bald. the day you got lasered up. But even if, even if they can't wax it because your hair is too fine, you got full bald bodies. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> uh, this one says Brady has to record himself telling someone he dislikes them or hates them. And he can't take it back. You have to call and say, I hate you. I've never liked you. And you're not allowed to call him back. <laughs> Some of these are awesome. Brady has to buy another RV without asking Ronnie. <laughs> He's done that already. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right. Anyway, we got a lot of them. So thank you uh, to everybody and keep it alive. That's a good stuff. Though. I like that. Well done. It's time now for... Uh, the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. Oh, wait, Marcus Magnus uh, checked and he says, Here, I, I can get you on all these cattle decapitation, uh, de- de- decapitation nun slaughter, goblin seaward, New Mexican erection, which I love that name. That's a thing. Wow, corpse effing art, sexcrement, and anal vomit. Those are bands we would have to follow across the nation. Gotta be a great crowd there. <laughs> Ah, uh, man, if you lost and that was what you had to do. And- <laughs> I got to go to <laughs> Dallas to go see AC. <laughs> you won't say either of them. Oh, I love it. Anyway, uh, it's time for the uh, entertainment drill. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. It is the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, of course, uh, they do all the things they normally do. But right now, ladies, I'm looking at you. They have an unbelievable deal. In April, they're going to do a seminar uh, women's uh, defense seminar, which is uh, amazing. Uh, watch women come in as lamb and leave lions. They're, um, it is an amazing seminar, and it's in April. Uh, with the price of the seminar included in that, because it's open to anybody who wants to go, uh, for 199 bucks you get the seminar and a month of training. How about that? That's ridiculous. Uh, an amazing deal right there. So if you want to check it, uh, all the details, reactdefense.com. And I always say that uh, with Mathiah, and she's uh, yeah. worked in restaurants and walked out of uh, strange situations by herself a lot. Real estate agents, uh, just women who go to work and walk into a parking lot every day. Uh, you start doing, here's the big thing people don't pay attention to. You become habitual and you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. You leave your work. You walk to your car, and you usually park in the same spot and usually come and go at the same times. Bad people notice those types of things. So when you become habitual, they become, ah, I've seen this. I know exactly what to do. I know what times this is going to happen. I know when somebody's alone. I know when they're walking. That kind of thing, bad guys notice. Uh, Self-defense is wildly important for those very moments. Weirdos notice when you are vulnerable. Don't be. And if you are vulnerable, be 
prepared for it. And that's what they do. These women's self-defense courses, I'm telling you, man, they should videotape these and show the ladies coming in and show them leaving because it's two different people. Amazing stuff. Sheep dogs, they become, they leave the sheep behind. That is an awesome thing. Uh, we need more of those. So ladies, right now, that's a deal for you. You can check it out at reactdefense.com. That's the home of Tactical Black. And now, a little New Mexican erection. You got it? All right. This one's called The Whole Truth. truth. Yeah. It's one of the only clean ones there. Yep, you got to travel to go see these guys. Wow. <laughs> I'm guessing. Look at their look at their total monthly listeners. One. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's you just now. Probably. Yeah. You got a tour date for them? Uh, you just no, doubled the efforts of New Mexican Erection. I'm assuming you're going to end up in Las Cruces for that one. Don't. Poo-poo. Find where they're playing, and if you lose, you got to go find New Mexican Erection and sit through their whole show. And then drive back from Grant. <laughs> Here's open the box. Okay. We are New Mexican Erection. Thanks for coming, Brady. Horrible. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, man, what? <laughs> this one says John has to call Burt Reynolds again. Well, that might be well, the yeah, issue. You little, can pull that one off. I, I need a well, medium for that. We can certainly call the number. Sure, we'll see who's there. Or uh, Burt Reynolds. We'll just pull him out of the phone book. All did, right. you, did you get to this one? If Brett loses, he has to eat uh, SpaghettiOs right out of the can in front yeah. of that Italian Oh, we've had a place. few. Oh, man. Serve SpaghettiOs to the guys going into nope. the Italian center. Nope. I made this from home. Loser has to be wingman with Larry and get him laid. <laughs> Come on, guys. We need it. We need something possible. We need something that can happen. And let's, we're rooting for unicorns now. Loser has to be John's coyote peer huh? for his backyard for you, the whole year. I don't want somebody. Oh, oh, like if Brady's got to come over and pee yeah. in my backyard every day, he'd love to do that. <laughs> There's a lot of Brady taking a dump in your... Yeah. Uh, lot. The, the, one lot. With, the one that was good, but it would be tough for you, is like Brady could use my private office bathroom and not flush for a whole week. Jeez. But then you'd have to go dump on your own dumps. Yeah. That's more punishment for you. That. Yikes. Anyway, we'll come up with some... we got some good ones already. This, this Loser is, has to do a morning shift once a month at KDKB. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Just sit in. Yeah. Like like they like uh, Izzy would want somebody to just take right. over for it. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha, I got this. I would be. I go in there and I'd ruin it. On this, yeah, I just wander in there. And go, I gaze. Can't get these changing. I change my name. I just ruin the station. Anyway, uh, Brady, please quickly entertain us and get us out of here. We had some uh, celebrity deaths that we didn't mention. Tom no. Wilkinson. That was a huge one. Full Monty, Batman Begins. You'd recognize him when you see him. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Shecky Green. Shecky Green. 97 years old. Wow. He uh, said uh, Frank Sinatra once saved his life. He said a bunch of guys were beating on me, and Frank said, okay, that's enough. Well, because Frank organized the beating. Right. That's That's what happens when the mob beats you. Um, Jeremy Renner visited the hospital he was treated one year ago from the snowplow accident. It's amazing that he recovered from that. That he's walking. And he's starting, uh, they started filming the Mayor of Kingston. Oh, he's back on that already? Yeah. Man. Shannon Doherty is hoping cancer treatments can help her squeeze out one, uh, another three to five years. Oof. Wow. 
Somebody said, uh, loser has to go on Rich's Great American U-Turn. You have to go on a road trip with Toledo. But I told somebody, to I, said they're, I said they're over, and I don't want to Three, recreate four. it just for the guys on the show. Yeah, then he's suffering, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Toledo road A weekend with Toledo camping. Taylor Swift. <laughs> like you're, you are now the anal vomit. Yeah, of, like, man, I don't camp. I know, that would be the worst oh. part. Taylor Swift dethroned Elvis Presley for most weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 chart uh, by a solo artist with oh, 68. Oh. I thought currently Elvis had the number too. one hit in the... In what have we been yeah, missing? Elvis was up there for how long? 68 weeks. Jesus, a year and a month? With multiple songs or one song? That's more. It's a year and three months, isn't it? Ta- 1989, Taylor's version, sits atop the chart for a fifth consecutive week. Um... That doesn't make sense. So she's yeah, had a song. Has the most weeks at oh, number not one in a row. on the Billboard okay. 200 oh, chart. Oh, not in okay. a row. Gotcha. Gotcha. Somebody said Shock like, Collar Brady for the... Yeah, yeah, I, think that I can't believe one. Thriller isn't up there. That thing yeah. had to be number one. I think for that's multiple songs, though. So oh, okay. he, But he has to be close with all those you songs think, from that album. You'd think Thriller and... Yeah. That, PYT uh, and... Brady, I don't understand that. Beat It, Billy Jean. Kiss yeah. number first, one. Uh, I would think all those think probably went to their had to be number one. Had to have been. For 60 plus weeks. We challenge you, Brady. It came out in like November of 82 or whatever and then lasted all of 83 and most of 84. One song and after Elvis another. Elvis was number one. But not in a row. No. Right. Dethroned Elvis Presley for most weeks. Thriller was at number one weeks. on the Billboard 200 chart no by a solo. Artist, a solo he couldn't artist. Ma- muster thirty-one well, it's more just weeks. Was that you're, not, yeah, but you're not here. Like Elvis had this album, this right, album, right, this right. album. He, I don't think Bad and the other ones ever hung around there for more than like seven or eight weeks. So well, if Thriller was, was only like thirty-seven. Thriller, yeah. He's he's probably Thriller close was a monster. Though. He's probably in the fifties because of Thriller. You would think the Beatles would be up there too. Yeah, that's crazy. Kiss their first Avatar too. concert will debut <laughs> in 2027. They can't get, the, they'll uh, all be dead. That'll be in the bet list. Uh, they will the, all be dead. What is Rock Wars in a couple of years? You have to go to the Avatar. <laughs> <Kiss concert. laughs> Man, you have to travel. One of the bets. <laughs> oh, you have to. You have to chase that. Oh, fish. Are they still doing it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, oh, that's worse terrible. than three eleven. Oh, that's terrible. Just the smell alone. Yep. That's right, Brady. We didn't plan it well. We decided to have nothing but Avatar concerts. And we have four years to build them. So I'm not sure it's a great plan. Oh, have to throw away an entire beer can collection. (laughs) Oh, my God. Signed Ronnie. Throw away. Yeah, it was. Ronnie brought it. Wow. That would be a tough one. There's a few gems in here. How about Loser of Rock Wars? Has to move in with second place loser for a week. <laughs> you have to live together. <laughs> that would suck. A buddy move. That would suck. That would be great. Brady would bring Kirby in. Yes, we gotta live here for a full week. Oh my God, I would. We would try so hard the last couple of weeks to make sure this doesn't happen. Yikes. Loser has wow. to take Greyhound to your next Las Vegas trip getaway while everyone else gets to fly set jet. Oh. Losers not allowed on set yet. <laughs> That's gold. Put it in the hat. 
if we do a set jet thing, if we do a set jet trip, that would have to be 2025. You know what we could do is an in-season tournament, too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like by, well, when we get to the set to jet trip, one. whoever's in last place has to greyhound up. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Rock Wars should be more interesting this year than ever before. Uh, we're late. That's enough. Stop it. Uh, email them to dtoledo at 98kupd.com, including uh, nude photos of your grandparents if you've got what? them. What? He, he likes that. Uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. And he's got all sorts of fun stuff for you. I do believe Larry's got concert tickets. I'm not sure which ones. And I know he's got Coyotes tickets. So uh, stick around with Larry, and he's going to help you out, uh, give you things. Be nice to him. He'll be nice back. We're done. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.